0: From the creators of Relevant Magazine, this is the Relevant Podcast. And
1: when you smile for real, you make me smile for real. And when you small for real, you make me smile for real. And when you smile for real, you make me smile for real. And when you small for real, you. Make
2: it's week weekend, Friday, April 28th, 2017, and it's the Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and this week's show is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all included with your Squarespace website. Building a site with Squarespace is super easy. You can just use one of their award-winning templates, customize it however you want. Click, click, click. You're up and running.
0: Prop, have you ever used Squarespace?
1: I have is it been a the great double um, website to Squarespace see and exactly a, a
0: professional
3: it... label yeah. right. and and relevantmediagroup.com
1: Squarespace no. website yes.
3: you, you could be you could be a professional label or you could be the Oscars.biz it covers <laughs> the spectrum <laughs> that's right
2: they have amazing customer support they have seamless commerce tools amazing templates and uh, a free custom domain if you sign it for a year Right now, Squarespace is offering Relevant Podcast listeners a special deal. You can start your free trial today at squarespace.com and then enter offer code RELEVANT to get 10% off your first purchase. Uh, Squarespace, build it beautiful. I don't don't even know if that's their actual tagline. No, There's nothing there. I just came up with that.
0: So I don't have actual uh, data to back this up, so I may just be speaking out of turn here. But I uh, was looking at the Webby Award winners this week. Mm -hmm. And I was like, there's a lot of Squarespace sites in in those Webby
2: Awards. They're an award-winning... Yeah, Potform. and
0: I don't think they take a bow like that because I think they're like the Navy SEALs of the internet that just kind of like stand <laughs> they behind. They don't talk and, about and, it. Yeah. right? That's <laughs> right. They're talking about. Right, they're not going to get on there and be like, "Hey, humble beast is our deal. We right. created this." They no, they let no. the yeah, creators have it. They let humble beast get the spotlight, right? Yeah. They are, in fact, humble beasts. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Wow. wow, it was like I wrote that. <laughs> Prop, I'm messing with your like brand said, here, and I'm sorry.
2: I'm Cameron Strang. here it's with me here. in our Orlando studios, Eddie Big Cat Coughlin. Man, nice to see you over there on the ones and twos. Our illustrious producer, my brother Chandler String. On the Skype line from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. And joining us this week, our guest cast member, uh, Propaganda.
1: West, West. Yes. Now, you Prop. are,
2: okay, we are we are recording at an unusual time because you're in Nashville. Is that right?
1: Yes. I'm mm-hmm. in Nashville for the Q conference. Hey. There you so. go. What's up, Q? Well, there you go. That seems fun. Are How's you it? Are
2: you attending or are you, are you performing, speaking?
1: Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm done attending conferences a decade ago. Yeah. <laughs> I am performing. <laughs> yes,
3: of course. You if are. you want profit at your conference, the only way he's showing is if he's on stage, bring it. <laughs>
1: it's it. <laughs> pretty much it. Uh, or like, like, or like, uh, like, president obama's talking
0: right or mm-hmm. like,
1: you know, <laughs> right? and i and i'm gonna have to get backstage passes because i'm not going yeah. just to sit down yeah.
0: right because you want to have Humble snacks beast. yeah you want to have <laughs> snacks at any point during the dur- during the
1: conference you don't want to have yeah. to wait and Listen, go I mean, to the, yeah yes if i don't get the bag of like un of unreleased like new books <laughs> from the authors on stage yeah i feel like i Wasted my time.
2: I will say this: Prop was <laughs> down here in Orlando not too long ago. He was uh, speaking at an event uh, that's right, Love put on. Yeah, uh, mm. and, and and he got an amazing swag bag that he left in my trunk, and I then partook of everything in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am using I am using the notebook that he was given. Yeah, I I, I have this, I wore the shirt. Oh,
0: the form function notebook. Yeah, neat. It's neat. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah, uh, it's
2: a beautiful leather bound thing. Ooh, I, I, I now function. use that. Nice I, I wore the shirt he was given. Yeah. Um, oh. I have, uh, Gosh. yeah I took it I took it apart. <laughs> I was like man this is amazing this is what it feels like to be propaganda yeah you just have so much swag you just leave it in random places right
1: <laughs> friends <laughs> with benefits man oh, yeah friends with benefits <laughs> yeah 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 speaking of
3: go. swag can we make another announcement right now or oh, should we save that oh are you talking about the new store stuff oh I'm talking about the new store stuff okay well that's that, about a late night text conversation yeah, that's true that got me very excited <laughs> about something so uh, this
2: week on Monday uh, uh, we were in a, in a meeting uh, with our leadership team, and we were just talking about various things that, that we're doing here. At Relevant, yeah. One of those things that came up was like, guys, we need to, you know, we got the new site up and stuff. We need to really reboot Relevant Store, the online store. Uh, it's where you would have our magazine archives, the books we used to publish, and and some other merchandise options. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, the thing is, though, I don't, I don't want to reboot the store and then have to like front load, like all this merch purchasing merch. and all the stuff, you know? So it's like, you know, it's just, is there a way that we could be a little bit more nimble yeah. with our inventory? So we got talking about some solutions and this week we came up with a plan. We're rebooting dot store.com. And not only will you be able to buy, you know, our history and all the stuff we've ever made, but you will also be able every week to purchase limited run, podcast merchandise and brand merchandise that we'll be making every week. Almost like Supreme Nike. You know, like yep. it's like limited. Oh, wow. Like we're going to add a certain time every week. We're going to like the stores and be updated boom and then you jump on it and then it's gone. What do you
0: mean? Yeah. Like what would I'm be just saying, weekly? Like- I'm just
2: saying last night, I, the reason why I went to bed at 2.30 was <laughs> Jesse and I were texting ideas for different <laughs> merch items and I was making them and putting them in the store. So yeah. does this
0: mean like so one of us says something dumb and all of a sudden yeah. somebody's wearing it on a, a shirt. shirt. That's right. Yeah. Can we yeah.
3: reveal any or do we want to let this not do we not even want to reveal? Right. The
4: they, need,
2: they need to go. They, I think we're going to be updating the stores like I think it's going to be Monday afternoon. Follow us on social media. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll figure all that out. One of the shirts just simply says Hamilton wrapping with a big red line through it.
0: Oh, <laughs> propaganda! how do you
1: feel about that? oh gosh
2: I'm just saying (laughs) it's not Hamilton it's
3: the rapping
1: that's all I'm saying okay I need. I to think s- it's going to be amazing as long as I get a cut of this. That's okay. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Because I love you-
3: it that we're doubling down in the form of a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no bolder move than that. <laughs>
2: yeah. So anyway, that, that's so now this is my little pet project, and uh, and I'll hand I it off am- to the real design team eventually. But I, I'm enjoying this right now. Oh, I, I don't have hobbies, is what I'm saying.
0: I shudder to think about. Well, I would like to respond to that statement as well. Yeah. But I shudder to think about what's going to pop up because it feels Wh- like I've got a you know, one in five chance of saying something stupid enough to show up I on a shirt. I think we
3: locked in like 12 t-shirt ideas last yeah. night minimum in
0: yeah. our well, conversation. Because, but also it doesn't help that someone on the internet is curating the dumbest of the dumb things they that's say.
2: Right. Uh, last night uh, Jesse was sending me shirt ideas. Uh, you know, I mentioned the the Hamilton one. Uh, he, he also sent over uh, the senator names your children, oh, a political is,
0: shirt. That's one of my
2: favorite <laughs> yeah. jokes uh, of all time. Um, literally he wrote something with Big Cat. You know, just 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 pump the brakes, Big Cat. I yeah. see it. He just Great went one. off on a bunch of big hey, ones. I'm, I'm, with, big Cat, yeah, big I'm with Big Cat. Something Big. I'm with Big Cat. Something uh, Big Cat. Relevant podcast, culture, faith, occasional sea law. Yeah, there you uh, go. Know? There you go. Um, <laughs> oh, good uh, one. A shirt, uh, outlaw hero. I Great. would totally wear yep. that. Oh, outlaw yeah. hero. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. How about podcast Nick Podcast face? <laughs> <laughs> like
0: Done.
2: That. Also, yeah. unfortunately, because you
0: said it out loud, that is going to be property of Relevant. So you will not get a piece. <laughs> (laughs) Uh, Oscars.biz
2: runner up, um, (laughs) uh, official member, Order of the Bow. uh, That is
0: a crap shirt. Down
2: with Big Floss. um, (laughs) You know, like he was full of it last night. He was like, he was.
3: You're telling me me you wouldn't? If there was a limited run, you could. There's only like a hundred of these. Down with Big Floss T-shirts. You're not buying one. They're going to sell out in an hour. Falcon This
1: is literally the most niche, obscure. Yep. Thing possible. This what's mm-hmm. called, ladies and gentlemen, this is capitalism. This is yes. called Creating <laughs> Scarcity. But that's exactly right. Scarcity We're
2: creates in. demand, and our logo will not appear on it. So it's just going to be a random statement <laughs> yeah, right. that exactly. you're walking around wearing. Yeah. Why, why that, that baby up? Why pop? that baby up? Dude, that's exactly. <laughs> so and it, so that's Jesse, like in, in the middle of this stream, like stops himself and he goes, dude, I'm on a roll right now. <laughs> like, and then he kept going with more ideas. Like, this yeah. is our
3: late night.
1: Yeah, exactly. Jesse <laughs> caught him away, boy. Yeah, yeah. I I know, Jesse caught him rode away. all the
3: way into the shore until I hit dry sand and hit, uh,
1: in profane. And then, and then just kept
0: revving the engine until yeah. it just blew up. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I ran that jet ski right into a dune and it got ugly. But we got some good ideas out of it. So. We, uh, we have a great show coming up for you
2: today. Uh, joining us later, Jen Johnson joins us. Uh, Bethel Music has a new album that just came out. It's called Starlight. Jen Johnson is one of the most phenomenal uh, vocalists Worship leaders uh, that is out right now, and she's she's on the show today.
0: She'll attend the conference. That's how good of a person she is. Oh,
2: she'll be on the front row. She'll oh, yeah. get the swag bag in the oh, back, yeah. but she'll also go out for the speaking parts. That's right. Yeah. She's Dang,
1: she'll out. participate in worship. See uh, what you're doing to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also coming up,
2: the new issue of Relevant is uh, releasing this week, and so Aaron joins us later, and we tell you a little bit about the new uh, the new issue. We're very excited about. And we'll tell you who's on the cover coming up, um, and uh, the high anticipated, long-awaited uh, redo mm. of Outlaw Hero. Outlaw Hero Part Two: <laughs> The Reckoning is coming yeah. up later. Yes. Uh, if you, yeah, I just go ahead and fast forward now because it is. I heard it last yeah. night. It is, I had, I, it was haunting my dreams. I mean, I, I couldn't
3: go to sleep. I, I was up till 2.30 because I heard Outlaw Hero. I start, I've i already been preparing my Pulitzer um, <laughs> Peabody Award speeches because I would, I would the love level for you to submit of depth that. that I got my hands on court documents. I talked to, to uh, oh, can I, I. Wait a minute! I don't think we even revealed what it's about yet, Havlicek. No, have- no, no, don't. no. Okay, okay. I'm gonna leave it a surprise. I'm gonna leave yeah. it a surprise. All I'll say is, uh, I'm I'm extremely excited, and uh, yeah, you it, you know, if you want if you want to just fast forward, that's fine. If you want a, a you know an Outlaw Hero standalone podcast after this, I would understand that demand. I've heard about this for about two
0: weeks, and it has been the sole obsessive focus. He's like Howard Hughes creating an airplane here. It's just... um, Chandler
2: just... uh, I saw him... He doesn't get excited about a lot of things, but I saw him tweet the other day (laughs) that this segment has the highest production value that this podcast has ever seen. (laughs) At least since I've been on it.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that we had to qualify it. Trust me, there's... (laughs) there's been better production oh value. snap
2: <laughs> uh, but anyway i mean chandler's excited about it i mean like this is a big deal so. Yeah,
0: chandler turned his excitement right. from 1 to 1.75 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was crazy to watch <laughs>
1: anyway. like, what, yeah what's gonna what's gonna get chandler's voice to leave the tone and pitch that he's at now i mean there's like podcast oh, there hero coming up hey, I'm having a baby oh cool cool yeah i'll marry you oh, no sweet. big deal sure Oh, my wife's pregnant. Yeah, oh, look, yeah. it's the rapture.
3: Yeah, uh. yeah, congratulations. Oh, what? <laughs> I've been left behind? Oh. Awesome. I <laughs> uh, well, oh, oh,
1: kind of yeah. figured didn't, that was coming. didn't see that, <laughs> didn't see that coming. Well, uh, my mom told me
2: that hunch. was coming. I had a hunch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She told me when <laughs> oh I started DJing uh, that uh, would sure, happen. Sure. I'll be yeah. on SNL <laughs> Cameron was right. Whoa. Yeah, I don't have anything else to do.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, moving the show along, it's time for our look back at what happened this week in culture and entertainment. It's time for.
0: case you missed
2: it. Hey, in case you missed it this week, uh, Chris Pratt got emotional. Uh, he was discussing his faith and family uh, while he was getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is coming out. You know, I haven't seen it. the
0: first one. Is it good? I heard it was red. Yeah, there's like raccoons oh my gosh, and stuff. It was I mean. So fun. You liked it? Yes. Is it a thinker? I, or Is it just more like a fun action adventure? No, of movie?
3: I think it's one of the better
2: like superhero movies. Oh, cool! I mean, how many ra- talking raccoons do you get with machine guns? It's a
3: really number strange.
0: one. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: there's yeah. That. You had me there. You had me a talking raccoon. You gave him a machine gun. <laughs> I'm seeing it. I don't care about anything else. And th- everything else is just a bonus for me.
1: It's the self awareness yeah. is the thing yeah. about this yeah. one. This one. It's yeah. like they're just right. they're self aware of all the like just ridic- Like in a way that's different than like a Deadpool, which is like self aware, but like you're pointing at it. Too obviously, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. This They're one not breaking like,
3: the fourth
2: wall no, on this one.
1: We yeah. know this is ridiculous. This is just fun, you know. Yeah.
2: Here's a clip of uh, Chris getting emotional about his faith and family. Here's a clip.
1: It's it's it's
0: kind of difficult because I don't. I'm not. I'm trying. I, I'm humbled and I feel grateful, but I'm not sure I'm worthy. And thank you, thanks. And it's just it's, you know I'm a man of faith and I believe that God works in mysterious ways, and gives us signs and gifts in life, and uh, those gifts oftentimes come in the form of people, and so I'll just spend the rest of my time uh, expressing gratitude for the people in my life who are gifts.
2: Well, there you go. He's a great guy. America's sweetheart right there.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we like him. We do like him. Yeah, until like
1: you also would like to add that I thought of a shirt another shirt yep. uh, okay. idea and it's based on Chandler's experience with The Rapture. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> What Chandler's saying? Oh man, Kurt Cameron was right.
0: <laughs> just,
1: but it's just like a just
0: straight him looking straight at you, just straight at me. No he just no, says, huh, we should, we "I've been should, left
3: behind." No, he <laughs> sure says, "Probably left behind." Yeah,
0: yeah, but he's got like the Mona Lisa face on where you can't you can't really judge the expression. He just,
3: just says, "Left behind." Meh. Nah. <laughs>
0: Well, and also, like if we we're going to sell all hundred of them, we're going to need to put Kirk Cameron on the shirt because that's what's going to sell it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You put Kirk
2: Cameron but on anything. But you got to go Growing Pains <laughs> Kirk Cameron, not adult Kirk Cameron. You got to go retro. Yeah, nostalgia. you got to go classic. Yeah, 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 for sure. oh, 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 yeah. Oh, totally right. yeah. Something you can't go yeah, full. Mike yeah, you can't go Mike full Siever. Kirk. You got to go Mike Seaver. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you never go. You to the yeah. Full Kirk. You don't want to go
3: full Kirk. People. People are a little sketched out by full Kirk. Yeah. Full Kirk is a little <laughs> abrasive. You got to go Mike, <laughs> <laughs> Mike Siever. Yeah. Ex- yeah. Exactly. Full court. Full Kirk is the type that when you go to his website, he walks out on the screen and like. <laughs> Starts Hello. evangelizing. Welcome before to Karen by to Cameron.com. Yeah. You, if you're watching uh, this video, you've been left behind. I yeah. was right. Exactly. Full Kirk. Full Kirk, you go to his website, and he walks out in khakis and a cardigan
0: and starts you judging you. You can't go full Kirk. <laughs> never go full Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> never, <laughs> never go full Kirk. That's actually We're kind of a life motto. I can't even
3: X him out. I can't even X it out. I just wanted to go to the about section.
0: <laughs> yeah. Propaganda, your next album or your next project, just the, like the 1986 headshot of Kirk Cameron just that's, it. that's it. Not retouched, nothing around it, nothing ironic, oh just but what
3: I'm saying is I you know, I know you create I don't know all of Squarespace's technology but I think if you have Kirk Cameron uh, walking out on the Humblebeast website yeah sure he's going to be a little judgy but it's going to really pop some eyes <laughs> yeah. I mean that's that's <laughs> cool tech. you in a it like, crashes athletes. your browser after like five seconds you got to restart
0: the whole <laughs> computer. yeah yeah uh, you can't you can't click on anything you can't do yeah, it it's just a <laughs> lot yeah he's wanting to tell you about Jesus he's got an yeah. eight minute speech and then Tim Tebow comes <laughs> out in the middle of it and it's you a know it's creepy do. you you restart and, and like
3: Kirk is still just sitting there on like you're not even on the internet yet you un- you, you you disconnect it from Wi-Fi. And it's like I live here now. What are you yeah. clicking on? What are you clicking? Don't watch that YouTube video. Yeah, back yeah. to work. Yeah, hey, will be right that's back. A, yeah,
0: no, no, you yeah. go ahead and refresh. I'll be I'll be there. I'll be here. You install Judgy Kirk like Clippy. The clip art, he just pops up occasionally. <laughs> if you need help that's with anything. The, that's the Kirk. It's Kirk over
2: He's your accountability partner for like you know safe searching and stuff. Yeah. So he's yeah, a, yeah, he's yeah. a little head Oh my up. gosh, uh,
1: that's brilliant. Are you
0: sure you want to go there?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like Clippy. He just yeah. pops
0: up
2: in the corner. Like, um
1: porn accountability, Kirk Cameron. That yeah. would be amazing. Never
2: go full porn accountability, no, Kirk Cameron. He
0: automatically signs you up for Promise Keeper stuff. Yeah. Like he's like, you know what? <laughs> Promise <laughs> keepers. You know what? Let's not let's not go there. Why don't you go here? <laughs> Done. Auto rerouted. Yeah. Promise keepers next convention <laughs> in the middle of Utah or whatever. So, so
2: not only if you're trying to go to a bad website, do you get rerouted over to Promise Keepers? website it has enrolled you in their next convention
0: yeah and it's just <laughs> it's not the good convention seats yeah. it's not even the propaganda seats it's the ones in the back where no. you got to wait for a bathroom for a while and, like you you gotta eat and you can't get out and the hot dogs are wildly expensive and it's just like i, I think awful.
3: occasionally just to keep you on your toes he announces that you've been left behind
0: yeah like he's like right. breaking
3: i just getting the news there's been the rapture and you're still you're here so i yeah, just, I'm just going gonna, gonna scare you straight I think you might need a safety prayer of salvation right now just yeah. safety sure. prayer
2: I, we had church baptisms on Sunday, and I was talking to a friend of mine. And he was like, uh, he's like, uh, you know, if you need to get baptized, I was like I got baptized when I was fifteen. It was my own decision. I was an adult, you know, whatever. And he goes, I was baptized like nineteen times growing up because he's like, I was grew up Southern Baptist, and yeah. we'd always have these evangelists coming through, and I and, oh, and yeah. I'd always get resaved. And I was like, well, I always got resaved. I've gotten saved well, like thirty I, times. The, 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 the sermons were so terrifying.
3: You're like, look, right. there's no hurt <laughs> but, in just. But uh, <laughs>
2: apparently, when you grow up Southern Baptist, not only you get resaved, you got to see it all the way through. You got to get. Baptized again too, Uh, just to make sure it sticks.
1: Do you feel so bad about the guy when he's like, "Dang, this fool drove like." Seven hours, nobody standing up. Yeah, like that. <laughs> it's yeah, like I'm gonna
3: walk out of the altar. I've known I, all of yeah. these people my whole life, and they definitely know yeah. I'm a Christian. But I'd to be safe than sorry. But, that was uh, a terrifying story we'll about those kids on the way home from his last tent revival <laughs> that died in a
0: car accident. So,
2: <laughs>
3: hey,
0: can I also ask a question? Was last weekend like baptism weekend? There were three big churches think, in town. I think ben it Alden? was. Just,
2: it was just good weather. Easter, bro. It was just good weather. Yeah, it was. The, it was a follow up to Easter. All these people got saved. Uh, on Easter oh, that's weekend right. And you come you, get
0: baptized. That's right. Church marketing. Bring them in for Easter. What's your next step? You got to get baptized. Yeah, you gotta
2: dunk them, keep them. And they, then they it. stick, oh, and then yeah. you get them in discipleship it, programs.
0: Right, because it didn't work when we were babies because you got the one God's pretty finite in his ability yeah, yeah, to so save. So you go, you
2: go get saved on Easter, you get baptized the next week, and then the right. next week
0: is 101. That's right. We got to yeah. do it as an adult in order to make sure that we're members. I got yeah. it. Right. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. I'm in. It's <laughs> a precaution. Just a precaution. Just a precaution. Adult baptism makes a ton of sense. They
2: all bought the, the curriculum from Kirk Franklin's foundation about the steps. You yeah. got to go th- step one, step two, step three. Yeah, there you go.
0: Well, congratulations, churches.
2: Well, in case you missed it this week, o- actor Oscar Isaac told everybody <laughs> that he used to go to the Cornerstone Festival back in the 90s, the Christian Alternative <laughs> Festival. Oscar <laughs> Isaac um, is he's he's uh, the Star Wars star. He's currently starring in The Promise. Um, he, he, was he, uh, he, he, he was inside Lewin Davis. He was Lewin Davis. Po, he was yeah. Lewin Davis. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you attended the Christian Music Festival back in the day, there's a good Chance. You were standing there
3: in the mosh pit next to Poe.
0: He was in a band, wasn't he? I think Yeah, I he was that. in ska bands. I don't
3: think his bands performed at Cornerstone, but he oh. was in bands growing up. So,
2: so he was on a podcast with uh, Chris Hardwick and he was talking about his Christian upbringing and attending Cornerstone. He explained it like it was, he said it was, quote, like a Christian Woodstock. It was a like a Christian Coachella kind of thing. Which they is had a perfect like, way to describe right. Cornerstone, yeah, had, by the way. He said they had Christian metal bands and Christian hardcore bands and all sorts of tents and all that. It was pretty wild. I, he, Isaac previously told GQ that he grew up in a very strict Christian home, explaining, uh, he said, so if God spoke to my father one day and said, we weren't supposed to have a tv in the house it was suddenly gone um and though later he left the church uh uh, his family uh, remains religious so there you go yeah
0: i feel like i wish uh, like Katy perry should have called him right beforehand and be like if you say this out loud they're never going to stop digging for pictures of you at cornerstone. Yeah. just don't talk about it. Yeah. Right. Cause like it's going to be just on our warning, bro. It's going to happen. There's going to be a picture of him in front of a youth van with like some sort of like Snoopy shirt on or something like that. And we're, we're going to find it. So Jesse and I were talking about this
2: yesterday. I was at cornerstone those years. I mean, I, I went to cornerstone probably three or four years in a row. And, 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 and we were talking about this because another little announcement, not, not store related. We, but PR, gonna- I I was <laughs> updating uh, relevance Spotify playlist and we launched a new playlist mm-hmm. of uh, relevance uh, throwback Christian alternative oh. music playlist and and it and is we, so good it is it's a pretty <laughs> epic <I know>. playlist <laughs> Jesse I, I mean it's got everything from the prayer chain poor old Lou uh old Reliant K PAX two seventeen Pedro the Lion uh, Squad five O Supertones every you know Pod I've, I've spent, Juliana Theory, theory.
0: Yeah. I've spent a majority of what what platform i have here talking about dc talk tell yeah. me they made the list oh no, Turn- no this is was cool bands, no. dude no <laughs> they're <were> close <laughs> enough no this no is no. The no we bands. also
2: did a relevant 90s youth group essentials playlist no, that's good and they're on that one oh, that's they're on the yeah. youth group playlist not the cool playlist yeah Along with I audio that. journaling <laughs> and
1: the Newsboys. yeah they, they totally <laughs> wow. are on I mean, a, yeah. can we go back to the fact that there was a band called the prayer chain oh yeah yeah, they yeah, were they were awesome. <laughs> was that is that where you were heading? That they were awesome. <laughs> it's like trying to play. It's like trying to play uh, Arrested Development to your children. They're just not going to get it.
2: Hey, it's good enough for Poe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Prop, exactly. Well, to, Cameron, because you were the front, there, probably.
3: I have been to Cornerstone too, but I I wasn't there. The, I was doing the math in my head. I wasn't there the years that uh, uh, Poe was there. But I mean, I mean, there's a lot of people that go, but the, there are also pretty decent odds that if you're there for a couple of days, you probably would have run into him. Yeah. There yeah. you go
1: all I'm saying is my dad tried to make me watch clips of like Oscar Robinson play basketball. And I was like, (laughs) he might've been amazing. Yeah. It's just, Sorry, man. Like Context, bro. Context is
0: king. Right. It's not going to work. I'm not going to be able to bring my kids into like old 80s cartoons
3: because they're just not feeling It's like I don't laugh at the Three Stooges, is what you're saying.
1: Right. (laughs) right. This is not funny to me. At one point, this was was, the height
3: of comedy, and now I don't even chuckle. But
1: I will give it. Yeah, exactly. I'll give it to them. They were probably amazing.
3: I was talking to a friend
2: uh, who's younger than me the other day and, and she was, uh, she likes, you know, er, you know, good urban stuff now, you know, kind of like interesting alternative urban stuff. And I was like, man, you gotta, you know, what about like old school R and B, you know, old school, like old school slow jams. And she's like, I don't know like who, and I started playing like early nineties stuff and and like the look on her face, like this is terrible. I was uh-huh. like, "What are you talking about? All the yeah, stuff you love, about, yeah. all the stuff you love, came from this. What are you yeah. talking about? It was almost like the Beatles type thing. Like that's I don't, interesting. Yeah, and like she just hated it all. Like, wow.
1: I, I, like I, I don't get
0: it. I don't get I don't it. Keith Sweat's yeah. terrible. But? Like what are you talking about? Wow. That is that is Ugh. actually a little blasphemous. Yeah. But, that's yeah. but, that, but
3: that's the same thing. Like I said with like old comedy stuff. It's like who's on first? Like the this yeah. the the famous sketch about a baseball player whose yeah. name is who and he's on first base, and it's literally five minutes of back and forth." Who's right. on first? No, who is on first? Who's on first? Okay, I get it. <laughs> the, the, saying it once is funny, yeah. okay? Yeah. yeah. The, I mean, no, it's yeah, like exactly. bra- dragging a piano up the stairs. Hilarious well, only, in concept. I don't need 10 minutes of this.
0: Right. Every time I see a first one of the like early season sketches of SNL like from season 1 and 2 where they're all like national lampoon and stuff, yeah. I'm like yeah. I get why this is funny, but like it's just not it's yeah, you are coming in
3: and out of this in 30 seconds. Yeah, not... you're putting
0: a fish in a blender. Let's yeah. let's up it a little bit. <laughs> oh, well. Bit.
2: All right.
3: Well, in case you missed it, uh,
2: this week, Alt-J performed a really cool stripped-down set for NPR's Tiny Desk series. If you've seen the Tiny Desk concerts uh, before, you've experienced you know the unique setup. Bands u- mostly use acoustic or lo-fi instrument arrangements inside what's basically a large office cubicle. Um, indie rock outfit Alt-J is getting to release their highly anticipated new album, Relaxer, on June 9th. So they stopped by. Here's a clip of the performance.
5: Girls from the pool say hi. The road arose at five feet by year along
6: the Wednesdays coastline. Was this your first time? Love is just a button we pressed last night by the campfire. All oh, these days on earth.
2: such a small desk that
1: is a tiny that is a bucket list gig guys is it really oh yeah again when you guys go back to your your secret white men meetings like please throw my name in there i will i will (laughs) for npr yeah we're meeting uh, we're meeting at panera today
0: we would love (laughs) love 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 to talk about that Hey,
3: what was the one that was last year that was so good uh, that we um the white white guy meeting no, no, T Pain. Oh, T Pain. Oh, 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 dude, it last year. It was a couple years ago. was phenomenal. Phenomenal. That yeah. was game changing. The and, fact that T Pain had,
4: had was last year. Anderson
2: Pac Anderson yeah. was that incredible, was great. too. Yeah. 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 Uh, yes. A- Drum does one, re- did one recently. Super good. It's Anderson Pack, by the way. Even uh, though it's P A A K, uh, and I've always said Pac because uh, the two A's, uh, it's yeah. Pack, And that, you know how I know? I heard him say it. Well,
0: it's official, then. It's official. It's Anderson Pac. That's his name.
2: Uh, yeah, dude, the T-Pain one, if you, if y'all haven't heard it, go back and look it up. Just phenomenal. Google it. Yeah. T-Pain, Mr. Auto-Tune, I'm on a boat guy. Yeah. Sings. And it's beautiful. And it's, yeah, he has a it, phenomenal it voice and he's totally insecure about it. Yeah. He's like, cause he's, yeah. he, he hides behind the auto-tune and he talks about that. Like, like he wears this mask and he was exposed and it's beautiful and vulnerable and it's so good. And also you hear his songs in a totally different light when they're like slowed down and yeah. talking about like, you know, whatever club and strippers and all this stuff. Like, yeah. and when it's slowed down and it's like beautiful it sounds songs, all beautiful. Uh, Hey, in case you missed it, Facebook's next goal is literally to read your mind.
0: Speaking of which,
2: Uh, (laughs) Mark Zuckerberg has hired uh, Regina Dugan, who led both the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency and Google's Advanced Technology and Projects Group to help him make advances on her neck on his next frontier, the mind. Uh, Dugan can explain to BuzzFeed that in the near future, you might be able to update your feed with only your brain? Uh, quote, uh, we have a goal of creating a system capable of typing 100 words per minute, five times faster than you can type on your smartphone straight from your brain. Back in 2015, Zuckerberg said, one day, I believe we'll be able to send full rich thoughts to each other directly using technology. You'll just be able to think of something and your friends will immediately be able to experience it too. No, uh, no, it's not clear yet how the technology will work in terms of hardware. Dugan suggested a glasses like device could be involved. There you
3: Here's go. why I don't care about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I'm just <laughs> gonna, because Eddie <laughs> We just talked about Kirk Cameron walking out onto your screen and joked about it for a good five minutes and right. you yeah. cared deeply about that. Yeah. Yeah. About that. But That's what you don't care about <laughs> but is but. a revolutionary technology that may connect people telepathically <laughs> right. with being created by the most powerful corporation in the world. Let this me, you care nothing about. No,
0: let me let me clarify. I don't want this technology because people at very slow typing rates right. seem to already share three to four paragraphs uh, as a caption to a picture of a book they're reading right. about yeah. like morning drinking chai and
1: reading books and who yeah. cares? Like right. just, we got it. We all, we all yeah, read books. Here's the thing. I can't keep up with my own thoughts already. Right. Let, her, let alone do I want somebody else's invading my brain. Right. I'm still trying to keep up with my own. And secondly, not all my thoughts are good. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't, The last thing I need, especially in like a social conversation, in the social context, when I'm not thinking about anything this person is saying or about how much I don't want to be in this conversation, I would hate that that thought would go to that person's brain.
2: Well, you know, the inevitable outcome here is you're sitting there on your computer. And and all of a sudden you're just thinking about something, and um, Kirk Franklin or Kirk Cameron is gonna walk out. <laughs> Kirk, or Frank. Kirk Franklin.
3: And he tells you hold every cop hold every thought captive, pervert. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. what I'm saying. Like he's gonna he's gonna know, and they're gonna come out, and they're, like it's gonna be a whole thing. Right. I, I have to say too, Prop's reason for not wanting this technology is completely legitimate and actually a little profound about you know, not wanting your, your thoughts invaded. Right. Eddie's, which is he doesn't want to read more than three paragraphs about someone loving a unicorn frap is a terrible reason.
0: Eddie. <laughs> no, I think it's great. I think we already overshare and I my, want actually more barriers between your mind and Facebook
2: and my My issue is that with augmented reality, I'm going to be walking around and because I think something a virtual Kirk Cameron is going to walk out into my physical space and right. judge me.
0: Right. I don't yeah. want people to know how much of my mental time is consumed crafting what I believe will be the funniest tweet I've ever written in my life. <laughs> right like in just different Very versions true. of it right like because i'm like i'm working on it now you know my beard is as soft as a baby's beard right that's a nice joke it's not done but i'm working on it something's gonna happen you're workshopping it right i don't want yeah. people to know that for three or four weeks stress. Right. 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 That's right. That's right. right. Exactly. (laughs) Well, in
2: case you missed it, Netflix's new true crime docuseries is about church corruption and the unsolved murder of a nun. Following the success of Making a Murderer, Netflix is getting ready to debut another true crime series called The Keepers. Uh, The show looks at the murder of a nun in Baltimore who works at an all-girls Catholic school where two priests uh, were horrifically abusing students and then trafficking them to local police officers and others. It's believed that Sister Kathy Sesnick, who is just 26, was planning on exposing the abuse. The seven-episode series drops on May 19th. That... Wow, is fun intense! I,
3: I saw the trailer. I'm like, man, this is. I mean, Making a Murderer had intrigue and corruption, but this is an entirely different level of true wow. crime journalism. Man, yeah, because wow. it's still unsolved too. And you, you know, the stuff that she exposed—human trafficking, the 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 church, you know, local official uh, officials maybe having covered up her murder. I, you know, it, this is. I feel like could be a potentially very culturally significant series. All right, well, that'll do it for in case you missed it.
2: Uh, Stay tuned. Up next, Slices. to the head and the heart. The song is All We Ever Knew. I wish I
0: was. What? Listen Send to your head, head and your heart. heart. I never get to make song jokes. There you go. And that's why. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard Mall Rat. Uh, oh, I like that song, song. For real. Yeah. That was kind of a fun song, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like I was just cruising down the road in my Miata. Were you, were you a mall rat when you were in <laughs> yeah. middle school? Miata. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was totally a mall rat. Head <laughs> and were soul. you really? <laughs> no. I want to go walk around Steinmart. Steinmart's not in the mall. That's it at is a in shopping my mall. center. That's why it wasn't a mall rat. Oh, okay. We had a terrible mall. Oh. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, like, he was a mall rat at TJ Maxx. It was terrible. It was, <laughs> you know, I've told you guys I was Santa, though, for two days, right? <laughs> what?
5: Yeah. In high school? Yeah. No way.
0: Yeah, because I had kind of the, the look for it. So, And they. This, <laughs> The Why Santa, did it only last two days? I have to ask. The, no, the other, the real Santa like went on vacation and they were like, it was like a friend of a friend and was like, hey, could you do Santa for two days? And it was glorious.
2: I I only think of Elf where he says, you sit on a throne of lies. Yeah. <laughs> like, you smell like beef yeah. and
0: cheese. <laughs> but it is funny to me that I was like 17 though during yeah. it, So I'm like, what would you like for Christmas? <laughs> you cool. just not
3: believing in Santa like two years before. Yeah.
0: So, yeah exactly. Wait, I don't understand. What do you mean, beef? Santa, <laughs> yeah. So am I just like a uh, impersonator of the real guy? Or... I, I'm really confused. What do you mean he's sick? Oh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna Is he gonna be ready right for Christmas. It's filling in for guy. him yeah. until he this year. Like after my shift, I just talked to my manager. I'm like, so how do I get everything that the kids told me to Santa? Because like, I wrote them all down. That that
3: very like, meticulous. Notes. Email it.
0: Like... Yeah. It, it, just you tell me the workflow here, and I'll take care of it. I'm sure the he's workflow. on. I'm sure he's on Slack. Listen, that yeah. kid,
3: that one kid wanted like 17x boxes i think he's gonna sell them do i need to alert <laughs>
0: Santa about that yeah, i don't
3: think boring. he needs them all is that up sold. to me is that my judgment or is it right, to the big guy because
0: i went ahead and told him one is pushing it kid
3: and one <laughs> well, sold out he's gonna, everywhere
0: and one kid asked if he like he's gonna if santa's gonna find him because he's gonna be on vacation i didn't know what to tell him i, I don't know i said oh, doubtful how does I, that work you know yeah. i
3: went ahead and put him on the naughty list because i did, i don't know what santa's travel arrangements are okay it's time for slices what do you have jesse Alright, so, uh, uh, the police in Silicon Valley made an arrest this week that I think has very disturbing implications. Um, so they got a call, uh, from an office park, uh, alerting them that one of their security robots had been assaulted. OK, so this office park is wh- is where they make uh, the K5 security robots <laughs> and their slogan is <laughs> robots <laughs> winning against crime. The robot itself is called the Night Scope with a K. Oh, OK, no. Night
1: Scope is all bad.
3: Yeah. Everything about the and it looks like a giant rolling egg like a R2 D two. Now let me explain how night scope works really quick. So the idea is that businesses or, or or malls or whatever can buy these, they roll around and they, they have like cameras all over them. And they say recording. So they're like recording anything that's, you know, could be suspicious activity. And if they detect something, I don't really know all their detection. I guess they can detect if someone's like holding something that could be like a weapon or they could do like detect like shoplifting or like people running or do or like being rough or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. they start whistling at the person. It rolls over what? and like starts that? whistling to try to get it to stop to me oh. to me, this big nerdy robot that's called Nightscope <laughs> is literally asking for it okay like if I'm yes. it's, like, it's like imagine at the neighborhood pool if you're running around the pool and, it's, and a robot rolled up and started whistling for you to slow down yeah. okay to me having one of these in a parking lot right. just tattling on people right. just being a big nerd <laughs> being a narc a just nerd. out there narking on people a robotic hall monitor out there Yeah. <laughs> to me uh, getting arrested for a Assaulting that, that is the definition of entrapment, okay? <laughs> so, you got a big nerdy robot rolling around whistling at people it. for so, minor infractions. It's like, get off my back, dude. I'm, I parked on the line a little, okay? I'm walking on the grass. Lay off, nerd robot. Okay, he's asking to get assaulted. This is...
0: This,
1: so, I feel so like the,
0: you should be able to hit a robot. Almost what? like
3: almost like one of those those uh
2: blow up things that are weighted on the bottom and you could punch it and it pop right back up.
0: Yeah, I yeah. feel like that's the I mean that's the justice of our relationship with robots is we you should be able You can tell on
3: me but I'm knocking you out as hard as I can. I'm going right. to kick you, Right. Robot. You
0: can yeah. yeah, you can spy on me. I'm allowed to hit you.
3: Okay. You, and I yeah. feel
0: like okay, <laughs> you invade point.
3: my space, I'm invading yours. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. So so uh no. it turned that's... out the man his judgment Evidently, was a little impaired because he was intoxicated, so he got in trouble for that. But also prowling, which is evidently a crime. And I, I, here's the thing: like, like I said, this man, I feel like. He he was protecting human. he probably didn't know it was a security robot he just saw this big weird egg rolling around <laughs> whistling at him and and he did what any like normal human would do and stopped the threat yeah okay? totally this <laughs> is how it begins <laughs> this is yeah. how it begins so the the, the company the company uh, uh K5 security robots yeah. uh uh released a statement and i'm going to read in a big nerd voice cuz that's how i feel about him and uh, the robot did exactly what it was supposed to do the assault was <laughs> detected and immediately reported. This is the Dwight Schrute of inventions, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is this is a mechanical Dwight Schrute. That's hilarious. The alarms on the robot sounded and the suspect attempted to flee the scene and was detained by one of my colleagues until the Mountain View police arrived. <laughs> Your nerdy robot is is a threat and I applaud this man yeah. and <laughs> He did what any rational human would do if they got a big tattle if they saw a big tattletale robot right rolling
0: around next door. Right the moment I, or the moment I am walking through a parking lot in the evening and I hear ding fellow human you have gotten too close to the premises please back I'm gonna start you got to do what you got to do he's yeah. allowed yeah, to do whatever or, or please he wants. keep off
3: the grass or please yeah. don't throw your Taco Bell wrapper or, or right or, or please don't leave your Taco Bell wrapper right on the park bench. Shut up, Tattletail. I'll do what I want cuz I'm a human and I'm I'm self-aware and I know how to love. So just roll away. Yeah. You know what? You know what they this we're one step away from Judgey Kirk Cameron patrolling the parking lot. Is what's Judgey I'm. Kirk Cameron? Yeah. So right right now night scope is only deployed in at businesses in Silicon Valley, but it's only a matter of time before we get these big nerds rolling around <laughs> our malls and our shopping centers. So I just want to let everyone how to how know these that evidently it's against the law to assault to go.
1: Them. So I'm going to be like, hey, man, that white dude just dropped his uh, Taco Bell thing. First of all, black people don't eat Taco Bell because we know that's not real Mexican food. So... (laughs) Why do I stop that guy, you stupid <laughs> robot? Your program is <laughs> racist.
0: That's right. It's, literally, I was about to say all of that. <laughs> exactly right, Rob. Uh,
2: Jesse, I, I assume that you have there in Virginia, I, I just looked it up. In Virginia, you have the option of getting uh, different types of license plates. Yeah. One of the options available to you, which I assume you have acquired, is the Don't Tread on Me license plate.
3: That's right. Have- that that's right. And it, and it just doesn't go to the government anymore. Now it goes to you know these robot creatures that are out there telling on me for stuff. I got a ticket the other day for for a, <laughs> turning right on red because the, the the traffic light cam caught me. I don't need that technology. I don't need <laughs> big tattletales. That's what I. That's what they are. are big tattletale. They're just telling. They're just the 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 person in class that's telling everything on you big, do. You've taken
2: on big fly you've taken on big I, now you're taking on big tattle tail. Exactly. I don't need nerd.
3: I don't need nerd goody two shoe robots. I want cool robots that do cool stuff that like fly and can take <laughs> yeah. me back in time. And if I and like can be,
0: be a maid yes, or something, or just like be a friend.
3: Exactly. I. It's like okay. You can. Th- this cool company is it, do invented a robot with cameras that can roll around and detect all this kind of stuff. Let's make him a big nerd tattletale. Let's do that. Let's start it off on the right foot. No, I want the funny class clown jock robot as a friend. Have
1: you seen? Iron Man. I mean, make a real robot. That's right. Yes. Make an
3: Iron Man. <laughs> or just like not a cool a robot
1: that like, you know, you want
0: to go out to the local ball field and it'll pitch and you can hit some. They have
2: those. They're called pitching machines. Yeah, but that yeah. one can't
0: walk with you and drive in your car with you yeah. and go and field the ball. Like you just kind of want like a baseball robot.
3: <laughs> baseball
0: robot. You know what I mean? Or just like a play and catch robot. I guess I'm looking for a dad robot. <laughs> you need or, a dad. I <laughs> want the robot. Look, if you're going to give the robot
3: like a personality, like in this case, a huge tattletale nerd. Yeah. Why not give? I want one that it's like the bad boy that's leaning up on the hood of the Camaro smoking a cigarette revving the engine telling me to get in because he's got some fun plans for us you know that's the robot friend I want you know I want to go do that's donuts awesome. in the principal's front yard with my robot I would never go with that robot I don't trust that robot why is your
1: robot, robot in an 80's movie bro yeah that's a great question
3: that's, Eddie that's the kind a of robot, robot I would, yeah, yeah, not, idea. not the big nerd tattletale robot that you know what when it gets asked out to the dance they actually have a makeover and it's pretty attractive you didn't know they're <laughs> That nerdy
0: <laughs> yeah, because it takes those nerd glasses off and all of a sudden you're like, wow. wow. I, never, I didn't even notice you. <laughs> I've never even <laughs> saw you before. Uh, nerd robot. You've let your hair down and took off your glasses. Wow. wow. You're wow. literally like a different person right <laughs> so now. I just Ed feel Eddie, like I Eddie, just you want, met you. You
3: want a father figure robot.
0: <laughs> right, 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 Like, I want to be Jessie. walking with my robot and I want it to just be like, ding, I love you, Eddie. And I'm like,
2: oh, love you too, you, nerd robot. Robot, dad. Uh, the Jesse wants a kind of a bad guy, kind That's of fr- right. cool guy friend robot right. to go
3: on adventures
2: and be cool with well, yeah let's build a tree K, you know yeah. toilet
3: paper somebody's yard like cool <laughs> stuff cool stuff not some nerd telling on people for prowling that's not even a crime in my book if it's a parking lot you can walk through it
1: i need a robot that's always going to have something funny and snarky to say about every go. possible situation yeah and it's really tuned into
0: your sense of humor it's yeah, not right. just like well, it just it read your through. Thoughts.
1: my yeah, sense of humor yeah right,
0: it, right. it can read
2: your thoughts that's yeah. the key I yeah, feel like exactly. that's sort of, about
0: that part. <laughs> sort of what Jesse and I are trying to do with you is just dial it in to really get to the prop core yeah. of what he thinks Very is funny. True. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I had my mind blown this week and I realized this is the right slice to bring to this group because wow. you all are uh, media savvy consumers and creators uh, and wanted to run this idea by you. Well, it's not my idea. Jimmy Wales, who you may know that name. He's the guy that founded Wikipedia and, um, in the early days of Wikipedia, it was basically panned as being unreliable because people could add anything in and it would stay. But over time, the community around Wikipedia has grown so rapidly intense, and the safeguards around it is it's actually grown in stature. It's not s- still accepted in an academic setting. But generally, the information you're going to find on it is not altogether wrong. And it's been a pretty reliable source of people getting information. So, I've been fascinated by Wikipedia, and I love reading it. It's, like, strangely one of my favorite websites to go down just the rabbit hole forever. Yeah, because you just keep clicking on the links within it, and you're like, oh, man. Because I was watching that. I don't want to talk about it. What? It's embarrassing. It's one of my dumb shows. What? That feud one about Betty Davis and Joan. uh, Yeah, you watched that? Oh, I've been burning up that show. It's so good. (laughs) And I found myself, like, just reading about the movie, and it was, like, an hour later, and I'm like, welp, I guess guess I'm not going to bed now because I'm can can I tell you why
3: I don't like Wikipedia anymore yeah it's because there are so many safeguards it's not easy to hilariously
0: vandalize (laughs) pages Uh, uh, oh man Uh, I I had a in college I did a I put that Tony Danza was the parent of one of the presidents and it stayed on for like a week yeah like just I used to
3: I used to change them or create them I, I won two bets by doing that before
0: yeah Yeah. but just
3: (laughs) making up bogus trivia and creating a wikipedia page now you can't even do that they got big nerd they got big nerd robots patrolling it they're (laughs) ruining everything every good joke (laughs) is ruined by some dumb nerd robot
0: so this idea which i think is just really an an exceptional experiment in crowdsourcing is being taken to combat fake news he is creating something called wiki tribune Wiki Tribune, Wiki Tribune, and okay. so the I, and it's in their launch stage now. I Just think rolls like, right off the tongue. Wiki Tribune, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, totally so catchy. So the the, the
3: mo- moral juror, jur. How could
0: anyone possibly get this <laughs> wrong? So the model is similar. They are hiring actual journalists to create news stories, but before the news story is published, it gets to be communi- communally vetted. By people that are fact checkers, by people that have... um, So it's going to be real
2: reporting, and
0: it'll be vetted reporting. And there's no advertisement, and there is nothing... How are they paying their staff? Because it's all through donations. They'll say, people will want to read this, and so they give a donation. Now, of course, they're still beholden to the readers, so they're still caring about putting up content, but they're saying that this idea will increase the validity of the content and be a kind of... Answer to fake news, which I think is just a completely fascinating idea. It seems somehow like I'm missing a piece. It's almost like it's
2: not just fake news, but news maybe without bias. I mean, because like you could you could say, I mean, I I I subscribe to the New York Times and Mm -hmm. I read it, and I'm and I'll be actively reading an article going. This is they. There is a perspective that they're reporting these facts through. Right. That they're wanting me to come to a conclusion. Mm-hmm. You know, and and no, there's nothing necessarily factually wrong in the piece. You know, mm-hmm. like, but I can tell that they're emphasizing certain facts, de-emphasizing right. other facts because there's human bias. Right. The, the, the author, and because and so, of, they, so it would kind right. of eliminate that because they would have it vetted from different yeah. perspectives. And because That's it's open
0: source, it's not just like it's going to be a like a liberal rag and right. people. People are going to have the opportunity to do exactly what they did on Wikipedia and make it accurate. And and, and I, I I think the thing that I'm most interested in is one, what it's just gonna look like. But I think I wonder if we'll actually wanna read it. Because I think we like our news to have a little bit of a, a edge tilt, in it. Like yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I wonder like how it confirms well, like we'll
2: we'll your worldview kind of or right. or, yeah. or challenges or you disagree with it. Like you wanna have a response to it. Reading about yeah. the Syria
0: attacks is a very factual yeah. here's a thing that happened. I wonder if I'll want, th- want that. But so I'm, huh. I'd be fascinated to see how this works, but it does seem like a really brilliant response to um, the, the you know, the big conversation. I mean, news, news about,
2: has fundamentally forever changed. I yeah. mean,
0: like, the, you know, the headline
2: news channel was literally a half hour, you know, just recapping of headlines, you right. know, that went, ran 24 hours a day. And now it's just nothing but opinion because Fox News and, C- you know, CNN's ratings plummeted in the last decade right. because. They were trying to be just kind of normal and in the middle. And then, you know, the extremes are what got all the ratings. And so now yeah. they have to have more. I mean, it's like we have yeah. our taste the, so has the changed.
1: All, all information from an academic perspective, all information has bias. If it comes out of somebody's mouth, there is a bias because yeah. we all have a worldview. That's impossible yeah. to not have a worldview when you say something.
2: Right. I don't know. But, Hold on. Yeah, not all information. I could say there is air. And there and that is just a fact. There's no bias behind that statement, right?
1: Of course there is. What?
2: There is air? That is just a fact. Yeah.
1: No, you have you giving that information comes from a worldview. Your worldview is that there's air, air. exists, mm-hmm. right? Because me and you believe that there was a creator, God, that made this possible for our humans to exist. That's your worldview. That's fine. It doesn't make it any less factual, but it's just coming out of your mouth. Mm. What do atheists think about air? My,
3: my, my, not, not to be like contrarian, because I could see the benefit of like crowdsourcing fact-checking because that's essentially what they're doing, right? Is, is they're, they're crowdsourcing the fact-checking part of journalism. But I also like as someone who works in journalism and media, I also think that there is a benefit to, just recognizing outlets that maintain professionalism and you know allowing trained journalists and editors to do their job yeah. and sometimes that's omission sometimes that's emphasis and obviously like y- you know perceiving bias is is important but at the same time like there's there's other kinds of news than just like presentations of facts like not every news story is just like a uh you know Encyclopedia entry or like the, the inverted pyramid, as they say, uh, you know, when you're learning to do news writing where you present the important, the, the, the who, what, where, when and why right up front, you know, like a lot of the best news writing these days and a lot of the best news journalism involve anecdotes and they involve color and they involve, you know, selectively. Uh, including interviews and perspectives to tell a holistic story, and I think the risk of being overly overly reliant on crowdsourced fact checking is that you, if if you strip journalism of its color and of its multiple perspectives and the touch of a good writer or editor, you, you know you you limit the impact that can store certain stories can have.
2: Well, I mean, think about it. I mean, basically, what we're talking about is you know that like weird AM channel that just factually states weather. Yeah. And, the, yeah, and the barometric pressure and stuff like that—that's essentially like that does uh, right. Right, that's yeah. essentially what this site is going to become yeah. because it's yeah. just going to be yeah,
1: a, it's SPAN.
2: It's going to be a statement
0: of facts and not color and perspective and and you know mm-hmm. context. I just wonder what this will end up looking like and feeling like, and I I think it's a really interesting experiment and a really interesting uh, kind of. There you go. Option.
3: I, I can see the benefit of it, but there's also like a time when you go on WebMD and you or or you know you you look at some answer site about medical symptoms. And there's a time you go to a doctor who's trained to actually diagnose you. And so I think look, there, there's a benefit to looking at crowdsource facts. But there's also a benefit to reading quality journalism from a professional. And, yeah. you know, as long as that's not lost in all of it, I can see the benefit. But I also think there's a risk if people become overly relying on it. Yeah, that's true. All right. What do you have, Prop?
1: Well, I have uh, yet another um, sort of corporation that has clearly gone Dome death. Uh, <laughs> but this one's this one's funny for different reasons. Um, but it's not funny in that sense Like, oh my gosh, this sucks They are not following the culture This is, oh my god, this sucks You guys are literally blind So, a couple weeks ago Pop Shop released this new line Of sort of pants For the fashion-forward mom Who desires to participate In some of the new trends But really just has an issue with Some of the loosey goosiness of it. So, they created these mom jeans that have clear knees, like torn jeans, except it's not torn. It's a perfect rectangle cut out of the knee area (laughs) with a plastic sheet over it.
3: It's a window. It's a knee window. A knee window. It's a
1: knee window. (laughs) So, you're like, so it's for the mom that's like, I'm hip, but... I got
3: class. <laughs> I don't want to be shown the skin. But because is this no, in
1: showing the skin. skin. But it's, it's, you know, it's I don't want you to be able to touch the yeah, skin. Yeah, there you go. We got to keep a- it little There is a thing called nevage you know that's the thing you should click it right and i'm not going to show bare nevage
2: i i clicked nevage once and a little video of kirk cameron came out on my screen yeah. and said <laughs> i know
3: what you're looking oh, yeah, very judgy yeah. very, very judgy. judgy. i was just website. looking for a patch yeah yeah, yeah. But not not sure, honest, is this in response to the all clear genes that were recently released by Topshop or nordstrom's
1: not in response this was the next evolution Oh my! So the clear gene was the evolution because apparently the knee window sold so well. Here's the funny part. The <laughs> clear funny. window didn't sell so well. Right. Yeah. So they went, Hey, this is, this is wildly successful parentheses. It's not wildly successful. Let's go ahead and just go, let's just go full Kirk Cameron out here <laughs> and just make completely clear plastic jeans And the internet had a field day, like one of the funnest collective moments of us as a society, um, Mm -hmm. enjoying making fun of this company by thinking this was actually a good idea. Right. So I go this morning to click the link to see if I could buy some clear jeans. And guess what? (laughs) This item is not found. I'm like, you know what? See power to the people. And the trick is, like we, like I said last time I was here, that humor is probably our greatest weapon. When you make fun of a company, they start listening. Right. You can yeah. protest. You can say a lot of different things. What you know? What you got to do? Crack jokes mercilessly, and then they'll pull it down.
2: Wait, 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 okay, hold on. I'm, 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 I'm tracking here. So, so, so there was a, a company did. The, the square knee patches out of plastic and kind of building on that trend, Topshop made completely clear plastic jeans. Like it's the same company. Oh, it's Top the same company. Topshop com- Top did both.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. And and so like it's almost like the Kermit meme with Kermit as like the Sith Lord. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Looking at each other and they're going man these uh these knees were stupid also me make full pants so
2: you're wearing you're wearing these full plastic jeans obviously you've got some sort of shorts on underneath yeah. them for modesty yeah. reasons but if we've ever worn a raincoat
0: you get sweaty in that that's thing. That's my thing, dude. Like, I I get, mean, but maybe it's like a porous plastic, like the kind of plastic that they use to put up like signs on a sandwich to shop. I'm looking
2: at a picture of it. This is literally like leg raincoats. Like they you are... You
0: made the
1: greenhouse effect that's on right. your legs.
2: You're getting just steamy up in there. And like literally you can see the steam
3: then happening inside
2: the pants.
1: Absolutely pant. disgusting. Well, here's the
2: thing. If Look,
3: if I'm a wrestler who's like cutting weight, <laughs> these pants are great. That's if right. I literally <laughs> anyone else on
0: earth <laughs> this is
3: the most uncomfortable pant possible but like also he's just a sweat trap that.
0: Look at it. God. The worst part is that it would be it's like, like plastic wrap on your legs. It would be like it's, selective. So like my thighs would just have like moisture. right You've got like, a little, like, little yeah, it's like, Hey, hey dude, I
3: don't know
1: if you patches. noticed, but your yeah. right thighs fogging <laughs> up.
2: This is crazy. And so the internet, the inter- you're saying the internet, you know, had made so much fun of top shop that they, they, they pulled it. Yeah. Huh?
1: You know, what's great, dude, Here, here's what's great is I can actually track like, so with the Pepsi debacle, I could have no way in the, I have no inroads as to, as to how they thought this was a good idea. Right. With this one, though, this is what makes it the most entertaining is I can actually put myself in that idea room. I can see Mm -hmm. them sitting around like, dang, the torn jeans are coming back. Remember how your mom used to always be like, did you buy your jeans like that? (laughs) And then people started selling them that way. And then we're going, Doc, how can we get on that without who who? Who wants to do, but man, the fray. And how do you stop the fray? You know, what sometimes your jeans <laughs> get torn all the way up to the thigh. Like, yo, what if there was a way we could stop? What if there's a way we can make a torn jean still look kind of neat where it's like it's torn, but it's like, They'll and then the we, hey, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. What if, now I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. What if there was some sort of sheen on there wow. that made sure the cut up. stayed where they were. Dude, who would wear that? You know who would like that, dude? My mom. My mom would would like like to stay in style, (laughs) but like doesn't want like torn jeans. Dude, let's. Do it on mom jeans. Oh, I'm telling you, I could be in the room. So see I'm picturing
3: picturing the 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 thing going down totally differently. I'm picturing like a a dude showing up for work and they're like, Hey Frank, you ready for the the big jean meeting today? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. The big jean meeting. (laughs) I've been planning all week for it. Uh, it on this calendar, uh, big jean, head right in, in, got my my notepad. And he's like, (laughs) he's like, Okay, think, think, Frank. Think. And he like looks out the window. It's like, window, perfect, window, window. It's on the knee. Okay, I'm ready. I'm heading in. And he pitches it, and they just think. It's brilliant because right? it, that's like, how that went. It's down. not like it's not like a
2: clear patch holding a fray together. It no. is literally a large rectangle right. shaped like a window. It, the only person I could see wearing these jeans other than uncool moms is Russell Westbrook. I could see him rocking yes, these and thinking totally that they look good, totally you know, right. He's just wrong.
0: Yeah, I, I, I like <laughs> the idea strange. that he's just standing there at the pitch meeting mm-hmm. and he just pulls out of his bag just a crystal Pepsi and he said, there's "Just the future is now. Is now we got to yeah. hop on this trend. Yeah, the clear trend. Let's do this. That's <laughs> hilarious. A clear difference. The clear difference. Top, the, top mom, Shop. Mom jeans. Top Shop. Clearly
2: yeah, different. Yeah, you know what the
3: next big thing is? Knees. How are we gonna get on the <laughs> knee train? The knee train. <laughs> I'll tell you.
2: So power to the people. See humor. Make fun of a company and they'll
3: conform
1: to what fun we of want. a Company. Ma- maybe go.
3: maybe those nerd robot makers will learn a lesson because I'm roasting you today, nerds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> (laughs) All All right, that'll do it for slices. Stay tuned up next.
2: Jen Johnson joins us. You're listening to Amy Shark. The song is Adore. It's actually, oddly, it's about uh, window jeans. Need yeah, Knee those. She loves them. She adores them. Yeah. This week's featured interview is brought to you by Movement, a watch brand started by two broke college kids that wanted to wear stylish watches but couldn't afford them. Yep. Movement was founded on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. That's how you live your life, Eddie.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I like my Kirkland uh, dress shirts. I like just your regular American Apparel 50-50 t-shirt. And a lovely pair of gap jeans done yeah and you know splurge a little nice movement watch
2: by selling their products entirely online movement was able to cut out the middleman and the retail markup in order to provide the best price possible watches start at just 95 bucks Uh, The revolutionary pricing, along with Movements' classic design, quality construction, and styled minimalism has led to over half a million watches being sold in 160 countries. I did the math. That's a lot of watches. Yeah, Uh, They're great watches. watches. I I have two, and I regularly get
3: compliments on both of
2: them. I am ready to invest. Uh, Just go to mvmtwatches.com slash relevant, and you'll get 15% off today. Plus, with free shipping and free returns, that's mvmtwatches.com slash relevant. Join the movement. Jen Johnson and her husband Brian are the co-founders of Bethel Music, a worship collective that's released more than 15 albums, including their latest Starlight, which released this month. I, I saw them uh, at the Jesus Culture Conference uh, last month. Uh, and oh, wow. It was the first time I had seen uh, Jen, you know, lead in person and I'm telling you, her I mean just her her worship leadership is I mean just the presence, the like her voice, it's just it was amazing. I was doing like uh, uh little video Selfies. snippets, little uh little Instagram stories of mm-hmm. it. I mean it was just like yo I couldn't believe it. It was she's amazing. I mean
0: uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Now did you attend that conference? Yeah. I well I, I
2: spoke you but spoke. also attended the sessions because i wanted to i wanted to experience you know jen johnson and brian leading
3: worship god, for myself. Did, did you myself. a better did, person was man. there a swag bag that i did get a, a swag bag i got nikes in my swag bag oh, wow. yeah wow. good did swag you get bag a it. shirt with kirk cameron's face with a line to it that says only god can judge me because if so they <laughs> stole
1: that <laughs> i'll tell you what you sure didn't leave those nikes in my trunk
2: nope. no i did not <laughs> i wore them yesterday uh we recently spoke with jen about the new album bethel and the power of worship music here is jen johnson
7: let me hear a little bit about you know why y'all got started doing worship uh in the first place did it did it start with Bethel or, or did you did you were you doing it for a long time and then you know, what it, what did it what did it look like
4: oh uh, yeah we Brian and I both grew up in the church and we both you know we got a guitar or a piano at, at younger ages you know and just started playing and serving in children's church or youth group or you know, just kind of home groups wherever we could, you know, just leading worship or playing guitar or piano. And, and so, um, we both started writing when we were younger also, and it just kind of organically grown. Uh, we, we were handed the worship department from Bethel, um, Brian's dad's the pastor, Bill, and he's amazing. And, um, he, you know, gave us, we were newly married and, um, he gave the whole worship department to us to lead, you know, he was over us, but um, in about two, the year 2000, 2001, that time, and so, you know, from there, we just were writing and serving the local church, and the conferences were growing, and the church was growing, and, you know, we were just faithful with what we were given, and, and growing the team, and really cultivating what we felt God was asking us to do, which was to create something that was very local, and also had a global expression and overflow from what was happening at home and we really felt a a severe um calling to healthy families and to not live our lives on the road but to you know do that as an overflow but with a healthy family and schedule so um you know we just the best of our abilities have have built and grown and written and led how we have felt and God's just done a really beautiful thing but um we, you know, we are home. Um, we we're really connected to our, our home church vessel, and we're leading there almost every other week. And um, when we're not there, you know, we're, when we're not leading, we're still in the front row, unless we're, you know, on a trip once once a month or so. But so yeah, it's just been really organic and grown really beautifully. So we're we're so happy and thankful. But that's kind of been our um, our back road.
6: My heart, safe and fast, my soul. He's in the way, he's in the way, and hold on to your home as your triumph unfolds. He's never failing,
4: he's never failing. Um, so for me, you know, king of my heart is. Um, just a song that you know a friend of ours wrote um john marcus millen's wife and um, i think she had some help with it but this when we when our when our team heard that song for the first time it just struck this chord in us of like yes this is this is what we believe you know they just the goodness of god and um just the god is with us theme you know so even though it wasn't our song we're our whole team are constantly riding, but we're, we're constantly listening for what we feel God's saying in other songs. And we never want to, you know, drink our own Kool-Aid and be all about our own movement. You know, that's gross, I think. So, um, the cross-pollination of what God's doing around the world, um, we never want to miss because we're so cut up in what God's doing in us. And so it's this beautiful tension that, that our whole team carries. And so when that song came through, it just, it. it has stayed with us and it's this just constant um, theme for us. So, King of My Heart is one of my, I I love that song. she was really personal to me anything that who we loved so much and so dearly and you know that's a song that I wrote I mean oh, probably five or ten years ago maybe even more I don't know but um, it's just a really personal song to me because it came from just being overwhelmed and I was in the car just feeling overwhelmed and I was singing this you know God I to you because I'm overwhelmed and I just remember the Lord clearly speaking to me, and, and He said, "If you keep singing that, you're going to stay that way. And why don't you why don't you flip that and make it a prophetic statement of God? I look to you; I won't be overwhelmed, and sing that and partner with that. So, um, you know, not to ignore what I'm going through, but really to prophesy my way out of it. And um, it changed my life. And that song, you know, I I worked on it and developed it to be. Um, a full song out of that but it really came from an encounter so for me that's a really personal one and having Franny sing it is so beautiful because it really touched her in a similar season in her life with young kids that I had written it from so for me that was super cool. the Wind is by Melissa Helser, who's on our team and she's just such a strength and she's been through so much even with her own body physically um, but she constantly keeps her head above the water and she's just so she's a picture of strength in yourself and the Lord and I just I love this woman I love everything about her life and Catch the Wind is really beautiful for me because it spoke to me when I really was caught up and kind of clouded my mind was a bit clouded with just you know, that sometimes dumb stuff of life. And it was really this invitation to not get caught up in the things of this world, but really to catch the wind of like, what was God saying? And, and to be focused on what he was doing and not just was what was in front of me in the natural. So catch the wind is a very um, beautiful invitation to lead a spirit filled life where you're following the wind and not looking at the circumstances, but really following, you know, Sometimes, what you can't even see, um, the spirit. So, that's a really personal one for me, too. Your face.
2: That was Jen Johnson. Stay tuned. Up next, we look inside the new issue of Relevant. You're listening to Sigrid. The song is Plot Twist. Well, this is the part of the show where every eight weeks or so, uh, we kick Eddie out and bring in Aaron Hanbury, our editorial director.
7: Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm back since my big uh, my big breakout podcast performance a few That's weeks ago. That's right. Uh, that led to propaganda coming on. Uh, uh, a lot of people say our best episode. I, I've heard multiple people say it's the best episode ever. Yeah. Uh, uh, TV writers have given up since then because it was so good. Yeah. They can't recapture the magic. So why <laughs> yeah. try, right?
2: Uh, Aaron joins us because we want to give you guys a behind the scenes look at the brand new issue of Relevant, which is uh, releasing this week. If you remember last issue, our last issue, March issue uh, uh, debuted a big redesign for the publication Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uh, exciting new era and this um, this issue is no software slump we're excited about it It Um, on the cover is one of our favorite new artists Maggie Rogers Uh, you know Maggie because last year she uh, a video of her and Pharrell kind of broke out absolutely and uh, she was a a student uh, and it was a he was a guest uh, master class Mm -hmm. she was a student in um, college and uh, they played her song for Pharrell and he was really speechless and um, and, and the ensuing conversation uh, kind of went viral. That's when she got on everybody's radar. Mm -hmm. Her song Alaska, which was the song in that video blew up and has tens of millions of plays on Spotify. And she just released her debut EP. Mm -hmm. Uh, We saw her at South by Southwest and she's the real deal, folks. Yeah. And Uh, she doesn't
7: seem to be slowing down. I mean, a a lot of buzz still, a lot of momentum.
2: Absolutely. And and then so uh, we thought, um, you know, last issue we had a legendary filmmaker, Martin Scorsese, on the cover. uh, And we went on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. the
7: opposite person.
2: No, right. No, but it really is. It's like we were intentional about that, where it's like here's somebody who is looking back at a very intentional and significant career in in the last cover story. In this one, we're looking at somebody who we believe is going to be a significant artist at the very beginning of it all. And uh, and the conversation reflects that kind of hope and uh, path. It's really interesting.
3: Yeah, and and she, you know, like the all the different like inspiration she had from being like the uh, a folk song reader to moving mm-hmm. to the uh, a songwriter to moving to like this like you know dance EDM inspired music to you know why she likes hymns and uh you know it's a really fascinating look at what who we think could be one of the uh, next big music stars.
7: Yeah,
2: absolutely. Here's a little bit of Maggie. Uh, also in the issue, um, you know we cover the intersection of faith and culture and justice and life and um, and and this this issue is packed I packed. mean I mean yeah, especially with like, really great conversations with people creating significant media and, and TV and, and films. Um, mm-hmm. it, Jesse, you had a conversation with, uh, Pete Holmes and, Pete, yeah. you know, grew up in the faith has, he has a show on a- HBO right now, which is, uh, autobiographical mm-hmm. of sorts about him going through a divorce and then kind of Couch surfing as he tried to, you know, become a comedian and start his career and kind of have to reboot life, and and it's it's fascinating how it very candidly deals with his little Christian bubble kind of being burst and yeah. uh, and and going through that, which is actually what his life trajectory really was.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that's one thing that was surprising when we first started watching Crashing, is Faith plays such a huge Mm. role in the show. I mean, the last episode featured, you know, a baptism. And to be able to talk to Pete about why it was so important for him to have that included, you know, he collaborated with Judd Apatow on the show. And he talks about that in the interview, about how, you know, when, when he was talking to Judd about it, how he wanted to do something different. You know, he wanted a character whose response to these different situations, some of which are heavy some of which are funny would be from the perspective of someone uh, uh of of Deep and devout faith, and so it was such a fun conversation, and just learning a lot of the details of why he wanted to include Joel Osteen in mm-hmm. the show. Uh, you know, some of his own background and growing up in like the the world of Christianity, but also trying to uh, break out into comedy. Super fun conversation with someone who I think is one of the most interesting voices making TV right now. Also, an HBO show
2: um, that's making uh, a lot of buzz right now, or getting a lot of buzz right now, is is mm-hmm. the Leftovers uh, yeah. from uh, show creator Damon Lindelof, who also is co-creator of Lost, right?
7: And it deals with uh, a it's community. Essentially, it's essentially based around the Christian idea of the rapture. They, yeah. they but never, he doesn't call it never the say rapture. that. Yeah. But I mean, it's essentially that's right. where the. If you are familiar at all with the kind of the Christian idea, you can't help but, you and know, you it. And you yeah, had the conversation with yeah, I had the conversation with Damon. I call him Damon now. Yeah, uh, I and, call and, him Dame. I call him Dame <laughs> Dash sometimes. Call him Big D. He yeah. says he's cool with that. Uh, he doesn't like big. He D. doesn't. He
3: doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I've. Yeah, he's not returned my calls after that. But
7: uh, <laughs> I do call him. that. Well, you know, honestly, like I mean, you guys know I do interviews a lot. You know, it's a heavy portion of my work week is talking to various people uh, about their work. This was one of my favorite for sure. Damon was a lot of fun. Obviously, talking about Lost. Lost was such a huge cultural phenomenon. And then Leftovers uh, is really interesting. He's doing interesting things with it, and he's just an interesting guy o- outside of the work we we see different. Takes on uh, life and and work and faith and all those kind of things. So I and ho- hopefully the piece reflects that. I mean, it was it was a great conversation, and we're happy with how it came out.
2: One of my uh, I don't want to say favorite stories in the issue, one of the most moving ones was uh, our conversation with. Levi Lusco, oh, who's a yeah. pastor in mm-hmm. Montana. He's uh, friends with like guys like Carl Lentz and Judah. Mm-hmm. And um, he tells the story of, of the tragic death of his five-year-old daughter yeah. and how yeah. his family has dealt with that and how he's dealt with that. And it's just really moving. And it's not like, hey, here's a profile about this up-and-coming pastor. It's, it's just a, a really compelling oh, sure. human well, and narrative. And what's
7: so like just jaw-dropping about that whole story, but, but what happened to Levi is that it's it's not, not that this makes it easier for anybody out there, but it's not like his daughter had cancer and they had any prep time. She had an asthma attack and died 45 minutes later. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you it, think yeah, how many people have asthma? That's not a... Yeah. that's not a big deal at all. Right. I mean,
2: you have an inhaler. You just, uh, yeah, you just so don't think that that could actually happen.
7: Having, hearing him walk through what that looked like for them is, is truly moving. Yeah,
2: it really was. Uh, the issue also uh, on the faith spectrum, uh, we have a piece on a, a prayer and how to pray when, mm-hmm. when you want God to use you by mm-hmm. Adam Weber. Yeah. Um, he's a pastor as well. It's and so it's a great piece. It's specifically mm-hmm. about something that a lot of us, you know, have prayed and like, mm-hmm. how, what do you when and God doesn't answer that prayer the way you think he would.
7: Sure. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I mean, the, like you said, we all have that sense of like, well, we want God to use us, but then w- what do we do about that? And especially how do we do about that and not be like selfish? Like, hey, God, give me a huge platform. Right. You know, so Adam Adam yeah. touches on that head on.
2: Uh, we also talked to the ever controversial Rob Bell. He's back. He's back, y'all. Um, he's taken on the Bible and uh, it was a interesting conversation about his perspective on the Bible. I mean, it's, uh, uh, it, you know, we like to publish things that get people seeing the world from different perspectives. We like publishing challenging ideas sometimes. We like... You know, kind of just making sure, like uh, Eddie was talking about earlier, media literacy. We want to make sure that we don't, you know, that we look at the world with a broader perspective. And yeah. so you have uh, Levi Lusco in the issue, and then you have Rob Bell, and those are two very different streams of of Christianity. And it's interesting to be able to publish ideas that mm-hmm. maybe straddle those. We have Brian McLaren's, or uh, you know, uh, you, you know, uh, you know, different charismatic leaders. I mean, mm-hmm. we we try to. Pull from all the different streams of yeah. what God's doing and saying today, and and you may have very strong opinions about Rob Bell's theology, and that's mm-hmm. fine, good, yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, but don't be ignorant yeah. to um, what he's saying. And here's a conversation with him about this new book that he has about the Bible, and I think it's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You
7: know, nobody, nobody can, uh, nobody can say that it's not that it's. Nobody can say that it's boring when you either hear from well, Rob that, Bell that's Bell a thing or, or talk to Rob. You
3: Agree or disagree, he is always interesting. Uh, on the music side of
2: things, we we have one of our favorite artists, Local Natives, is in the issue. If, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you've probably heard about half their album. Sure. We've played so many of their tracks, we love them. Um, uh, we talked to them about their new uh, album, Sunlit Youth. Uh, here's a little bit of Local Natives Dark Days.
6: It's
2: Uh, look at uh, a domestic justice issue that nobody's really talking about the urban food crisis. Uh, we talk about food, you know, going to this issue of food deserts and um, ways that, you know, food deserts are where a uh, fresh grocery uh, option is not available within, I think, a mile, a mile in an urban miles, area. And then rural areas, there's it's like five miles. Distance, yeah. But and it's also in rural areas too, but in urban areas, it's a mile uh, where, where there's major populations and, and big cities that mm. just straight up don't have access mm-hmm. to healthy options they buy yeah. they have to buy their groceries at essentially the corner store and it's oh. a lot of processed and prepackaged foods and um and it's a domestic food crisis and um there's something that we can all do about it and the the uh the article talks about practical solutions that yeah, how yeah, you can I mean, make a difference in this This was actually city. one
7: of my favorite pieces in the article because like you said it hits a domestic justice issue but it's not just that there's also very tangible ways to fix it and the ways to fix it would be like really fun and a great way to invest in your community. So it yeah. hits on all uh, on all cylinders. And, yep. and
3: like Cameron was saying, it's one of those issues that doesn't get enough attention. And it's really cool to be able to highlight something, not just a problem, but practical solutions. Uh, it's summer. This is uh, the beginning
2: of our summer issue. It's uh, May, June. Uh, and so we got a couple of summer features as well. 10 mm-hmm. trips that could change your life. 10 summer trip mm-hmm. ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to do like all of them. Yeah,
7: I love, we love this kind of feature, you know, where we yeah, get to just yeah. highlight different spaces, ways you can spend your money. And what's cool about what we were able to do here is uh, if you have a large chunk of money to set aside for your summer summer travels, we have a suggestion for you. If you don't have much and you just kind of have a weekend because you're a human who has a job, uh, we've got some stuff that you can do too.
2: Yeah, And also while you're on that trip, we have the summer reading guide. We do this every year where we highlight some of our favorite books uh, that are uh, out. And we also talk to some uh, of our favorite authors, the summer reading guide, um, something that people look forward to. Every Everything year. you need it.
7: from summer for your summer is basically in this. Yes, in this the whole issue. issue. Yeah, yeah. You can learn about the artists you need to listen to. The spiritual things. Yeah, we you got need your soundtrack.
2: Thinking. We got your reading playlist. You we need we to read. Your, yeah, your destination. Uh, your itinerary. The TV to watch. Yeah, exactly. Um, front matter of the magazine. Uh, our current section, we call it. Uh, we look at how society is probably getting millennials wrong. We look at Stephen Colbert. Late Night Theology, uh, Demi Lovato's Sobriety, uh, Ways to Break Your Cell Phone Addiction. Uh, We have a a piece by David Crowder in the magazine. Mm. Um, It's a packed issue. Uh, I love how it turned out. I'm really excited for you guys to see it. Yeah. Um, make sure to go look for it on newsstands. We're in a lot of Barnes and Nobles. Uh, um, mm-hmm. if, we don't, if, they, if your local newsstand doesn't have Relevant, ask for it. It helps. They, uh, they respond to that stuff. Uh, you can also go online at relevantmagazine.com. You can check it out there. You can you know, t- view the, il- the whole issue and check out all the content. Uh, you can also support the magazine by subscribing uh, right there at relevantmagazine.com. And Subscribe today. Great job, editorial team. Excited for this issue. Yeah, this was a really fun one. It really was. I'm excited for people to see it. All right. Stay tuned. Up next. Oh, boy. It's time. It's happening. Outlaw Hero. Part two.
7: I thought it don't matter. Because it's the holiday season. You feel such a big empty space
6: And I lay down beside
3: you And I wanted your loving Cause your love makes my life complete Oh, the last thing I need First thing
2: You're listening to Chris Stapleton. Man, I love him. The song is Last Thing I Needed, First Thing in the Morning. That's kind of how I feel about (laughs) recording this podcast. So Last Thing I Needed, First Thing in the Morning. Chris Stapleton. That guy rules. He does rule. I'm not a country fan at all, but I'm telling you, I saw him at Lollapalooza, and and I've seen him live a couple of times. I mean, he's got this kind of like Johnny Cash kind of like, it, yeah. you don't have to like country music to love Chris Stapleton. He's got a blues kind of core to him. Like, he's like from, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, like throwback,
0: country. but not like doing it. It's sticky. not derivative. He's no. like yeah, exactly. gener- genuinely
1: like he was just transported from another era. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
2: <laughs> right. And it's not, I just, uh, yeah, I don't like country at all, but man, Chris Stapleton. Neither do
1: I, but he did do a song with JT, and that was pretty amazing. That was. That's what put the him on my radar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that
2: that was the best. Chris yep.
0: Stapleton, Andy Barron on his tour.
2: All right. It's time. It's been about 20 months since the last installment. It's now time for Outlaw Hero Part 2 The Reckoning.
3: What's the difference between an innocent prank and the crime of the century? What if the power team could have accidentally inspired a legal case that could soon challenge the institution of journalism and bring a pop-bellied man wearing Zubaz pants before the Supreme Court of the United States of America? Are there physical benefits to having sticks thrown at your bare back? These are the questions that I've laid awake and thought about on many nights. And one day when I stumbled across a YouTube link of two individuals named Chop and Steel, I would soon discover that the answers to these questions were waiting right under my nose. And those answers were held by two men that some would call pranksters and some criminal masterminds.
8: It was one of the scariest things we've ever done. It felt like we were robbing a bank.
3: Little did I know I was about to go down a rabbit hole so deep that I may never make it out alive. But before I get into the legal case that could bring chop and steal to the crossroads of the American legal system,
6: you need a little background.
3: You may remember a few weeks ago on the Relevant podcast, I had Cameron live narrate the incredible clip of two quote-unquote inspirational strongmen performing ridiculous, ineffective, and dangerous stunts on a morning show. Here's a brief trip down memory lane in case you missed it. This is WEAU
8: 13 News. Been waiting for this all
0: show long.
3: I know, I'm
5: excited. Oh, so so strongman duo it's Chop so and
8: Steel
0: are here in studio. No.
2: Strongman duo Chop and Steel are here talking about their tour. Strong Give uh, thanks right right well, and Steel. Well, an
0: impressive feat by our strongman duo, and what they're doing to educate people. That-
2: <laughs> um, okay, so every time these anchors are talking, oh they're gosh. showing the guys, uh, like kind of like waiting for their segment, you know, mm-hmm. like, and the guys the are holding each of them. They are <laughs> curling an object together. Uh, they each have an arm and a tire and they're curling the tire on one of them and then the other station they each have a hand in the hole of a cinder block and they're curling it. Uh, Steel is wearing a very tight shirt which reveals his uh, very flabby uh, torso and he has an uh, unnaturally large zubaz striped zebra pants on and and a do-rag. Uh, uh, Steel is wearing Uncomfortably high John Stockton shorts <laughs> and, and a uh, tank top. At
7: uh, least they looked apart. The yeah.
3: Sure, we all got some laughs that day. A lot of people did. That is, except for one group the TV anchors. The TV network is now suing Trop and Steel for copyright infringement, fraud, and conspiracy to commit a wrongful activity. Now, Chop and Steel have found themselves at the crossroads of justice, entertainment, fitness, and that's right, freedom. So, how did it all start? What led them on this path? To find out, I had to go to the source.
5: You know, we were bored teenagers in a small town in Wisconsin, and, um... We we kind of trace it back to, I was working at a McDonald's and found a, a training video for McDonald's janitors in a break room. And, uh, you know, couldn't believe how ridiculous it was and, and needed to show friends. So Joe is the first person I, I showed. We've been friends since sixth grade. And uh, we uh, ever since then have been, you know, looking for more tapes that were that good. And luckily we've stumbled across a lot of them over the years.
3: That fateful day at a Wisconsin McDonald's would soon go on to change their lives forever. Nick and Joe, as they were known, went on to launch the Found Footage Festival, a comedy tour centered on weird, forgotten videos. But with the tour came a problem. How do you promote comedy events based on old VHS tapes?
8: It actually all started because uh, Nick and I do these morning news shows. Uh, to promote found footage festival you know when we're in a new town we'll go to the local news station and try to get on the air to promote our show and we hate doing them because you know you wake up at five o'clock in the morning and you wonder if anybody is even watching but we appreciate their coverage and and, not having us on but still we we decided to entertain ourselves and we started doing something maybe like six or seven years ago we called it the two-word phrase challenge And when we would go on the air, I would challenge Nick to say two words, two random words, and to work it into the interview. And the best example I have is uh, I I challenged him to use the words basketball murderer. He had to say (laughs) basketball murderer on the air. He had to work it in somehow, and he did it. Like I don't know how he did it, but he did it.
5: I was like, how do you even seamlessly work that in? But then at the end, the guy was like, so who are the kinds of people who make these videos you find? And I was like, ah, little light bulb went off, you know. They could be crazy. They could be basketball murderers for all we know. And, you know, he wasn't listening. So the the guy didn't bat an eye at it either. So we decided to go on to, like, we
8: decided to go on to bigger things after that. Then we were like, you know what? Like, if we can get on these morning news shows, like, we could probably write up a press release for a fake person.
3: So, how do you write up a press release for a quote-unquote fake person? The answer is come up with a plan so diabolical not even a basketball murderer could hatch it. I'll let a lawsuit recently filed by WEAU's Great TV take it from here. Mind you, I'm reading from actual court documents that I've managed to get my hands on. Quote, a person identifying himself as, quote unquote, Jerry Chubb, claiming to be a representative of Choppin' Steel, emailed Hello Wisconsin Anchor separately, asking each of them to help promote our shows in northern Wisconsin. The news release identified Chop and Steel as Joe Choppin' Shopson and Nicholas Steel Stelling, and said they would be performing a series of live events throughout the area using their, quote, Muscles to Entertain and Educate, Promote Unity, and Address the Subject of Bullying and Ways to Prevent it Through Humor, Courage, and Self-Respect. Still reading from court documents, the news release claimed that the pair had appeared on America's Got Talent, Steve Harvey, and the Hallmark Channel's Marie, and as feature entertainers at Disneyland's 60th anniversary celebration. Believing the information provided in the email and the press release, a WEAU anchor enthusiastically responded the same day to Jerry Chubb, stating that Hello, Wisconsin would love to have Chop and Steel on the show program and ask for more details to prepare for their interview and demonstration. It was a fateful decision that would change their lives forever.
8: We're, we're not strong men by any stretch of the imagination. So that was the scariest part, the fact that we didn't look like the part
5: we said we were. Um, but you know, I, I think when you, when you really think about it, like uh, these news stations, they want an entertaining five-minute segment in the morning, and we give them that.
3: So if they're admitting that they're not strong men by any stretch of the imagination, where did the idea for Chop and Steel even come from? The answer would shock me to the core.
5: In our new show, there's a, a clip of these um, religious uh, bodybuilders. What are they called? The uh, the, the power, power Team. The Power, power Team. team. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, and uh, we were sort of inspired a little bit by them and and thought it'd be kind of fun to rip on Because they do that. all that
8: kind of stuff where they like break handcuffs and they, you know, chop wood in half. And, and uh, yeah, so we thought that'd be perfect for our morning news show.
3: That's right, The Power Team. The muscle-bound evangelist known for crushing piles of flaming cinder blocks with their bare hands, ripping phone books in half, and literally scaring the heck out of a choir of fire attendees. Everything was going perfectly until the perfect crime was almost spoiled by a muscle group that doesn't even exist. I think there's a moment where you're doing uh, an exercise where one of you guys is hanging onto the legs of the other and pulling the other one up, and you're naming the muscle group. and I think you say the plats are being worked out. It's
8: actually plaps, P L A P S, plaps. plaps. <laughs> which, yeah.
3: which, to my knowledge, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, you know, into fitness, but that's not a real muscle group,
5: right? Oh, you! Oh, you've never heard of the plaps?
8: <laughs> oh, you're like you're like the only person I know who has
5: never heard of the plaps. Oh. I have entire plap days at the gym. So, <laughs> y- y- yours are atrophied, maybe.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, obviously, yep. I got to get a workout, buddy. Is what I'm what concerned
8: I mean. for you. I'm concerned for you and your plaps.
3: But despite the plap flap, Chop and Steel were able to pull their gag at news stations across the Midwest. But like all good crime duos, Bonnie and Clyde and Jesse James and whatever his buddy's name was, their crime spree had to come to an end, and it came in the form of a lawsuit filed by one of the anchors that didn't find their joke all that funny. But if there's one thing I've learned from Chop and Steel, it's that when someone throws a stick at your back, you don't just stand there and take it. Well, you do in that case. Actually, that's part of the exercise but you don't go down without a fight.
8: We are, we're actually going to fight it though. We're not going to, we're not going to roll over. Cause, cause like they really don't have a case at all. Like we didn't do anything wrong. We used fair use on
5: this. And, uh, yeah, yep. there are precedents for things like this, and it's protected. So they're burking up the wrong tree with their, with this. And, and obviously, like, one of the things they said in their complaint was that this got unwanted publicity to the news station. And by filing a lawsuit <laughs> and having it covered in the New York Post, they're only publicizing it more. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it was not done maliciously on our part, and uh, it's just kind of ridiculous. But we're really hoping that we can become, like, you know, uh, sort of accidental freedom fighters. Yeah. You know? And I told Joe I was picturing a, the cover of Rolling Stone with Chop and Steel nude but draped in an American flag. And <laughs> we I mean, want to really... go, go into the
8: court dressed as Chop and Steel and like take the stand and yeah,
5: all well, that. I, yeah. I, th- I don't know if Zubaz makes suits, but I think uh, <laughs> I'm looking into it. We're working the plaps of justice. <laughs>
3: In a world of fake news, Chop and Steel are offering a cold dose of the kind of reality we all need more of. The kind that slips into a tight t shirt, a pair of Zubaz pants, and isn't afraid to karate chop through the brittle facade of the lame stream media. Break away! Ow! Though the fate of Chop and Steel now lies in the hands of the criminal justice system, these outlaw heroes have a message for anyone who stands in their way. Strength isn't about muscles. It's about power. I'm
6: a fool,
0: I I have a few things that I'd like to say in response to that. I I think first because... Normally
2: we don't play a a segment like that and
0: then Mm. immediately talk about it. No, period. Normally we we don't play a segment like that. Right. Yeah. But but we talk about it. Outlaw Hero
2: Part it requires an immediate cast response to what was just experienced by the listeners. I have
0: two things to say and I'd like to to be able to complete both thoughts. The first is that Jesse, as someone who I love and as my dear friend, I would like to congratulate you on this tour de force. (laughs) It was insane. It was 45 (laughs) minutes long. I'm not sure I tracked it, and it was beautiful. And Had I a am lot so I'm so twists. proud of you. This was your Mr. Holland's Opus moment, right? This is beautiful. Cole, it, like, it, it was a masterpiece. It literally was a masterpiece. Yeah. I would also like to say that we must immediately take yeah. away his microphone and computer, <laughs> like because this seems like we've like he just realized he can make the microphone record and do things. Uh-huh. We need to keep him as a purely live element. Yeah. This was yeah. uh, no, this more, is,
2: no more pre production Segments for Jesse because he produces the show. Right.
0: This is all just going to get worse, right? <laughs> no, this some is, of us. This is this some is
3: an un- unleashing, is right. what it is. Right. <laughs> is. Some of us
0: make the relevant podcast, the new activist, and some of us. Do this. Uh,
3: so. <laughs> this is this is a basketball rolling to the foot of Michael Jordan for the first time. Him picking it up and, at
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, and he stares at the basketball and says, "Prepare for the revolution." This is what that was. Oh my goodness! What
0: what an incredible. <laughs> this is piece Einstein. Of work.
3: This is Einstein grabbing a piece of chalk and he's slowly writing E <laughs> yeah. equals. M C, and then he squares it, and he just like does a victory spin, yeah, like yeah. to no one in particular. That's what this was. A whole right. the the universe an awakening. opens.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, an awakening, and uh, what was capable. What Jesse's capable of is what we just. Listen, experienced. I
3: have been, you know, fielding calls already. You know, Netflix wants me on the next true crime docu series, and <laughs> I've told them no. I told him, yeah, that is unless you guys, you know, don't want this. You don't want this kind of content. I got them lining up. This is hot right now, guys. This is, this is the S-Town serial.
0: I'm jumping on the train. Sure, this I stole a little of their music, but I had to
3: get the vibe. How had to get people knowing what I'm doing here.
0: This was a dangerous peak inside of the unfiltered mind, right? Because usually you have us to kind of like right. interrupt. Right. Well, this was just, hey, let's, every, let's, every, let's go in the playground Every for a while. writer
2: needs an editor. Every artist <laughs> needs a producer.
0: This is what Not happens when
2: Jesse goes rogue and does it by himself. Right. Like, Not no, this we, time. L- 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 Literally, the original cut of this, the cut down produced segment was almost 20 minutes long. Yeah. And and, and what you all just experienced was, uh, you know, even as long as it was, a it, was it was a tightened version of the original vision that Jesse had for everybody. Well, thank <laughs> yeah. you. I
3: mean, I, you know, I'd like to release a director's cut someday. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot was cut on the editing room floor, but, you know, yeah. some of it when you're directing this, yeah. you know, you're just like, Put the Top Gun theme song in there. I don't know why. Just do it. Just trust me on this. And you're like, holy cow, I can't picture it without it. Yeah, those oh. are the type of creative decisions that you can't teach. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, you can't go to film school. Nobody's going to teach that's that. Vision. You just got to feel the
2: story. That's vision. All right. Well, there you go. That was Outlaw
3: Hero, part two. You know, it happens about once a year.
2: I think that's good. I think about once can a I, year is I a good. Pace. Can Please. I just say one more thing? Can I just right. say one
3: more thing in all seriousness about this? You're welcome, everyone. You're welcome. Yeah, there you're it is. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Stay tuned. a next. real privilege. Your you. feedback.
2: Listening to Justice, figure figured we'd pick it back up, you know, after, after that. It's kind of a little detox, a little dance party. Uh, the song is Safe and Sound, Safe and Sound, Justice. At the beginning of our feedback segment, you know, we'd like to do our corrections and apologies that you guys always uh, unsolicited, you know, send us, send us those throughout the week, uh, point out things that we've done and said that were in error. Uh, we don't have any of those this week, but we would like to apologize for the segment you just experienced.
0: Yeah, I feel like that'd be the first just time we could. proactively we'll just preempt it. I've you know, never apologize just, on the show, but I am. Are you sorry. apologizing
3: <laughs> because the rest of the show isn't to that quality? I don't really understand the apology. I think i like to apologize? apologize. Oh, I get it. You're apologizing that it's over. Okay, that makes sense. I got gotcha. <laughs> you.
0: Yeah. Apologize.
1: That's, that's, that's propaganda. Fair, as that's well. fair. Yeah. I think we have propaganda and am yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I actually, I don't know. I, I think I have my. Um, I think my white card. I just got another stamp on it. Yep. So like, Dude, I'm almost that into was, that J Crew right now. That, <laughs>
0: that
3: was. Yeah. That's yeah. true
0: congratulations man yeah I think I understand
3: that you guys are sad that it wasn't over an hour which originally it was but uh, that's okay (laughs) apology accepted apology accepted Jesse
2: didn't show up for four different editorial planning meetings this week because he was working
3: on that segment so yeah I was it's been it's been late nights in the editing bay and just you know there was a couple times where I I I had it completed and threw it out and started from scratch I mean you just know when you nailed it and uh,
1: this is amazing you just uh, no, you
3: just know.
2: It's time for your feedback. Last week, we asked you uh, what are the weirdest, uh, best, and most ridiculous products uh, that you've come across that solve problems no one actually has. We got talking about like, you know, different inventions that are uh, like on Shark Tank and different things that were just like, no, nobody needs that. We're fine. We're fine with how things are, you know, and, and it just got, got us thinking about actual products that actually exist uh, that solve problems that Literally nobody has. You guys uh, found some and sent them over to us uh, on Twitter at Relevant Podcast. You also posted some on the podcast episode page at RelevantMagazine.com. Here's a few of our favorites.
0: Um, Can I preface this by saying I love the feedback section on the new redesign that it's like integrated with Facebook Uh because not only like um, do you see people's votes, but you see kind of like what their job is. So like the first one that I wanted to read is from Crystal. She is the co-owner, editor and motion graphics designer at Lone Haven Films. It's like just gives you a little peek into the person. She's a real person. Yeah. So Crystal brought up a great one. It was toaster covers. Somehow, a number of baby boomers think that the unsightly appearance of a toaster in the kitchen counter is a problem that needed solving. Yeah. And she disagrees, and so do I. And it doesn't make it any better by putting some sort of like blanket over top of it. Well, that's it. Right. the
3: thing. Like a grill cover makes sense because right. the grill's getting weathered, right? right?
0: Like, obviously, you got to cover it. Covered. It's getting right. rained on or whatever.
3: Wh- wh- what is the point of the toaster cover? No, I don't. I agree. I agree. It, I agree crystal agrees completely lost uh, Timothy who's a 911 dispatcher <laughs> at the city of Branson government it's so interesting okay. I love this <laughs> I'm assuming this is between calls or this was like a cat up a tree call or something he's kind of phoning it in um, <laughs> he brought up the juicer row which costs uh, more to make juice than uh, and all you need is to, to make the juice packets uh, is your bare hands did you guys see this big controversy
0: no. this, was yeah. another, oh, this uh, is another ridiculous one yeah it, it,
3: it, they wanted it to be like the, the 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 Keurig machine of juicing, okay. and so they were selling this high tech juicer, which you insert these bags and you put your cup under it and you press a couple of buttons, and all of a sudden it dispenses juice into a glass, like really good juice. Well, it turns out, uh, uh some. Uh enterprising journalists uh went ahead and just squeezed the bags with their bare hands, and it did the exact same thing that the four hundred dollar machine does, which is squeeze juice from juice no from a bag.
0: Way <laughs> that's funny. Ashley Shearer, marketing coordinator at Dr. Shearer's Deerwood Family Eye Care, <laughs> said the onion saver, which if you've never seen this, no. it's basically a Tupperware in the shape of an onion that when you cut half an onion, it saves it. But then she pointed out that because it's not clear, you kind of forget you cut an onion in half and then you open it up. When you've got just mushy onion, so she ended up throwing the whole thing away and just using clear Tupperware or just saran wrap or something. Right? There just, are a or, just, or just
3: eat the whole onion.
0: Right? <laughs> like, it, what are you making where you only use half the onion? There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of things that could have happened besides an entire onion saver. So That's good true. job, Ashley.
2: Well, there's, there's a bunch more. I mean, it, it's really funny. I mean, there's a lot of unnecessary... I, what is the point? I mean, is it just capitalism? People just trying to make money, I guess, sort of a thing? Yeah,
0: because I, mean, I, like, I, I, like, I think like these are so silly, but also, if I could do $10,000 and invent an onion thing, and no, yeah, I'd probably get a couple million off this joke. I'd probably do it.
2: That'll do it for uh, last week's feedback. Uh, You can chime in and read more. There's a lot. There's a lot more online. You should go check them out. They're funny. Uh, It's time for this week's
0: editorial question of the week.
2: Well, earlier we got talking about uh, questionable fashion choices. I don't know if you can remember all the way back to slices. You've sat through a lot since then. Um, but, you know, we got talking about the uh, window knee mom jeans and, and also the clear jeans and uh, the fashion faux pas, the fashion mistake that those inevitably are. It got us thinking about times in our lives we've tried to switch up the fashion and uh, maybe made a mistake here or there. Uh, you've, we've all been there.
0: Eddie, I'm looking into you. Oh, sixth grade, I wore a Jordan, uh, Jordan uh, like uh, a Jordan shirt. Yeah, and uh, not only was it pretty clear that I didn't play basketball. Yeah, but like I barely knew anything about basketball and was just really ridiculed my first day of sixth grade. <laughs> Were you thought, really? Thought, <laughs> Did why? Why am I? well, kids are the worst. But like, I was like, why am I wearing a Jordan shirt? But <laughs> I was pretty pumped up about that. It seemed a lot geekier at the time than it does now. Because now I probably wear yeah, it because no, I don't care. Jordan, yeah. yeah.
3: Oh, yeah I, I had an incident with sun in you guys remember the problem oh, <gasps> sun no.
0: yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah just just really uneven just yeah. you know it was like that st- should not come in a spray bottle right well, i were, mean or you should have <laughs> yeah. help applying it or else you're gonna get right. one patch i happen to be right-handed so the right hand right side the right side of my head actually worked yeah. pretty well oh, but, there were uh, like stripes of blonde <laughs> yeah. on your
1: back yeah. and stripes of black hair
0: yeah oh
3: and, and it burned my yeah, scalp what? pretty
0: bad
1: yeah (laughs) one day i went full crisscross guys oh no way oh i went full crisscross
2: please tell me it was last year
1: (laughs) (laughs) i wish man that was elementary school i went full crisscross you for the whole day did you show
3: up and just powered through for the day
1: i mean what are you gonna do you're gonna go to the bathroom and turn your pants back around it's like i'm here now yeah, yeah
3: look i'm in it i'm in it i'm doubling down i'm going through the day with this
1: what are you gonna do right
2: oh that's great uh so we want to know your bold fashion choices that maybe were a misstep uh we want to know your stories you can hit us up on twitter at relevant podcast or you can post uh your stories on the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com and we'll get to know you a little bit better here's
0: my eyebrow Oh, yeah,
2: I have two, twice, two different times. And never
0: was it a good idea. (laughs) Even when it was cool, we still looked stupid. You pierced your eyebrow in high school. That's so funny. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I lived a very full life. I have a very full story.
2: So so, so <laughs> you're doing Santa on the weekends, and, and you, you you used your mall money, and you got your, your right. eyebrow pierced.
0: Performing at choral concerts, as you know.
1: Wow. Edgy
3: Eddie, man. I am, yeah, wearing, I am um, wearing your
0: Air Jordan shirt and your pierced
3: eyebrows. Eddie. Wow.
1: And you are almost the Dosecchi's guy, bro. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
0: but the worst, nerdiest version of the, the least interesting man in the world. <laughs> oh, that's
2: amazing. Uh so yeah, hit us up. We can't wait. This is gonna be a fun one. Many thanks to Jen Johnson for joining us this week. Uh, Bethel Music's new album Starlight is out now. You can follow her on Twitter at Jen Johnson 20 uh, She's amazing. Uh, and also thanks to Chop and Steel for joining us. That, uh, that
0: I'll
2: that never something. forget that. That was something. There you go. There's the summary for that. That was
0: certainly a
1: podcast. <laughs> It was a thing.
2: (laughs) Right. (laughs) And uh, the new issue of Relevant is out this week. Go check it out. Maggie Rogers is on the cover. It's packed with some great content. We think you'll like it a lot. Thanks also to the show's sponsors for making this episode possible. Remember, you can go to squarespace.com to sign up for a free trial. And when you uh, decide to sign up for Squarespace, use offer code RELEVANT to get 10% off your first purchase. Also, thanks to Movement Watches. Go to mvmtwatches.com slash RELEVANT and get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns. Although you won't need the return part. 'Cause they're so good. Yeah. They they are awesome. Go online, RollMags.com, subscribe today. If you subscribe now, you'll get the new issue. Um, and and I think you'll like it a lot.
0: Big Dame, Judi Dench <laughs> <laughs> Big
2: Dame <laughs> Judy Densha. Dame Judy Densha too. The new issue's out now. Uh, there you go. Uh, well on that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron String. I'm Eddie Koffoltz. I'm
3: Jalen String. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm propaganda. We'll see you next week.
0: thanks for listening to the relevant podcast connect with us on twitter at relevant podcast and get bonus material from this episode and more at the podcast section on relevantmagazine.com and don't forget to check the magazine out it's available on newsstands and at the itunes app store or you can subscribe online at relevantmagazine.com slash subscribe
3: Yeah, you don't want to go Fulkirk. People people are a little sketched out by Fulkirk.